Welcome to Moralia Python Radio with your hosts, Eric Burke and Owen McIntyre. All right, welcome to Moralia Python Radio, and tonight we are joined by uh, Jason Balin. And if you don't know who Jason Balin is from Get East out, Kurtz, get out now, yes. get out now. If you don't know who Jason Balin is, why are you here? Yeah. You're not even on the right podcast, Jesus uh, Christ. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, Jason is pretty much the guy when it comes to Tiger Carpets. He kind of put those uh, on the map, um, so we will revisit that. He's also pretty well known for uh, the red coastal carpets, uh, which he, which uh, he's done quite a bit of work with, and mm-hmm. um, we'll we'll jump into that. And I'm sure there's uh, tons of other stuff. Uh, you know, maybe we'll hit some carpet python history and uh, Woma python talk. And uh, I don't know, does he still do like Timors and stuff like that, or is he? Yeah, I mean, he and I have talked about Timors a few times. I think right now he's like been looking for. Uh, uh, a female um okay and like uh, I, I think he like for a while there he was like sell me yours and i'm like i can't and he's like do it and i'm like no so there was a lot of that but um yeah he's yeah. also produced bolins once <laughs> <laughs> that happened once yeah. yeah so way back in the day so yeah jason's a pretty knowledgeable breeder and he's he's an awesome guy so he uh he runs east coast serpents uh, so we'll be talking to him uh, shortly. But um, he put up with the two of us for like the longest time at his table. He did. Like, we're, we were the at, biggest fanboys ever. <laughs> the fact he even speaks to us anymore is amazing. So you know, it's. <laughs> well, I can tell you my Jason Balance story. It's probably similar to yours, Owen. Uh, I Go was ahead. getting into carpets, and um, I was kind of cruising around Hamburg. At this point, I had uh, I had two. That I bought right. at a pet shop, and I was I was curious about, you know, getting more into them. And I remember walking around the show, and I remember Ted Thompson had a table on. He's at the corner. He's at the cap on the right, yeah. left side when you walk right in. Yeah. Right. Yep. And not really knowing anybody in carpet pythons, um, I walked by and I saw these two. Oh my God, they were beautiful yellow tiger carpets, perfectly mm-hmm, striped, mm-hmm. and they were four hundred dollars a piece. And I was like, Yeah, whoa. I was like, Whoa, that's pricey. <laughs> Ted, Ted, Ted had good good tigers, though. I mean, yeah, yeah. So as I was walking around, um, I went and I noticed that uh, Jason Balin, uh, who I didn't know at the time, um, had carpet pythons on his table as well. Right. So I started talking to him, and uh, he's a really nice guy, super, uh, you know, super eager to answer my questions and, and all that. And I started talking to him about the tiger gene. And at you, as you remember, Owen, back in yes. like 2008, it was yep. kind of thought. It's, inc- it's weird to think about it, but like <laughs> you were probably talking to Jason, and I either like walked around you yes. or said hi to Jason and so like weird. or something like there. So like there, the ships passing in the night happened right there. So yeah. yeah, I mean you know. <laughs> so I'm talking to him about tigers, and the t- the actual tiger was out of my out of my price range that I had right. money to spend. Little did I know I would spend a small fortune, fortune, yearly <laughs> salary. On carpets really soon. Yeah. You you didn't know what you were about to dip into. You're like four hundred dollars yeah. for a carpet. Ah, yeah. Um, Jesus. So uh, you know what? It might have been eight hundred. That sounds more right. It it Ted 
Ted used to put if his tigers had really really nice stripes, he used to put them up really high. Yeah, and they had gorgeous colors. And then, um, I, I want to say it was close to that too because I remember the first red tigers were around the eight hundred dollar mark, and Jag was still above or around a thousand dollars. Yeah, and um, yeah, so that's probably more along the line. I'm thinking. I'm thinking of today's rates, you know. Not, I want to say, I want to say, freaking Tiger Jacks were like four grand. I know I got mine from Jason, and I think mine was a thousand. And I think at the time he had mm. given me a discount too because I had bought so many red right. tigers I, and coastals and tigers. I, I, see, the problem is like you know, I, I know I had a red tiger, and then the year after that, uh, in 2008, I bought one of his. Red Jags, uh-huh. which is Talon. Right. So, you know, it's it's funny to think about that kind of stuff because it's like Talon is the b- backbone of most of the breeding that's <laughs> going on over here. Correct. <laughs> like, at some point, Talon was involved. It's like, yes. Yeah. Um, so it's just kind of cool with that stuff. So, so yeah, I remember I, I was I was real eager to get some kind of carpet python, and um, he had told me that uh, – you know, at the time, the gene was believed to be incomplete. Dom- well, there was there was controversy. Some there was, people there was believed, debate. Some yeah. people believed that it was incomplete dominant, and other people believed that it was uh, more of a polygenic trait. So I was talking to Jason, and he was trying to explain it to me, and I was just like trying to wrap my head around <laughs> what he was saying. And I'm like, okay, okay. So he ended up selling me a coastal that was. One of the normal coastals at the time they called them sibs. Siblings. <laughs> <laughs> From his Tiger Jag sib or, to Tiger uh, Jag sib pairing. What which the hell did um, Ted called them lesser tigers? <laughs> yes. Um, so the Tiger Jag sib to Tiger Jag sib pairing, uh, which is what um, I, I returned and, uh, the following year in 2009. And I picked up uh, I picked up three of them because I like that look so much. And that's, as people may know, my snake Echo comes from. That. I love Echo. Yeah. Just because. And here's the thing: like I remember Jason and I did a joint pairing once, where he sent me one of his original line tigers. Mm-hmm. I remember that G- gorgeous male. You and picked up the I, babies at ICAS. Yeah, and I because I bred it to um, Trinity. Yeah. Who is a Ted Thompson produced tiger from original line? She's a She's a non-striped tiger, right? Um, and lesser. She, you know, she, she, lesser tiger. She's a coastal with freaking tiger blood, but right. and they turned out great. And they were these like, yeah, they were. They were, they were really like nice, bone white kind of things. Like, God, I wish you, you know, yeah, yeah. That would have been a fun thing to do again. So, well, yeah. Who knows? Maybe I'll have some for you this year. Oh, I, I don't have any. Like, I, it's it's weird because you got to the, I got to a point where I had like two or three tiger males. And I'm like, cool, we're rocking and rolling. And then stuff happened. And, you know, uh, I think I got rid of one and then two other ones, the two other ones uh, died. And then I'm like, crap, I don't have any tiger boys. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh shit. And it's like, and let's say I do have tiger males, but none of them are the size of the tiger males that I used to breed to Trinity were. I mean, like, you know, they're, they're kind of small, also, most of them are reds, and I'm like, oh, no. So it's like I painted myself in a corner, right? and uh, I'm hoping to get back uh, into that different part. But anyway, uh, yeah, my Jason Balen story is pretty much the same. I thought I was hot shit because I had a, a M-Pen Coastal, and 
used to show off pictures of her and yeah. then I kind of moseyed my way over to Balin's table after like skulking online on the forums and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And who doesn't enjoy stripes? So, uh, it was a lot of that kind of like skulking around and talking. And then, uh, I got the first one from him was my red tiger female. Uh-huh. And then after that was Talon. And then I cannot, I, 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 don't know where it ended. Like I think a zebra. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> um, I got recently. I got a red tiger from him. I think like two years ago, and that's Grom. Um, and then he, I, I like, I left my IJ with him. I just left it with him. I don't even want to see it anymore. <laughs> like, <laughs> bye. It's right. like there's that. Um, so yeah, it's it's been that kind of a long relationship with Jason, which has been pretty cool. So yeah, Jason's a good guy. So, yeah. uh, so we'll be, uh, talking to him and we've had him on the show a couple of times and he's, he's talked Not about with good audio, but yeah, so <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll hit on things like, uh, obviously we'll hit on the tiger carpet, um, and, and talk about the history. Maybe we'll hit on his history with Will Leary. Um, that's a name sometimes you'll hear, uh, thrown around. Uh, I, if, if you just said, who is Will Leary? I want you to turn off our podcast. We'll wait. And <laughs> go do numerous Google searches and then come back. Okay. Yeah. After you figured out what's going on there, then you can come back here. Okay. Yes. Hi. Welcome yeah. back. Yes. So, uh, so now that you know who Will Leary is, um, let's continue. Right. <laughs> um, we'll probably talk. We definitely will talk about his reds. And one thing I'm actually, because uh, he doesn't post that much, but um, one yeah. of the things that I'm very curious about, he did a joint pairing with Eric Varner in 2019, and he bred a red tiger to a caramel jag. So I'm curious yeah, on yeah, how... Yeah. I know that's the no-no. <laughs> it's a no. But somebody has to do it in order to find I, I out... I like, told about this. ...what's going on. I mean, he did actually post that. And, I, you know, I looked yeah, through... Why was I paying attention? It's, <laughs> it's so great because I archive all this stuff, right? I hate it when you do that because then I... <laughs> right? Like and I then I just go and I type not. in yes. Jason Balin and then all the stuff that, you know, I've, I've you know, taken notes about or pairings that he's done or anything he's comes up. Hobbit librarian. It's awesome. That's right. It's great. Yeah. I love Your it. Half moon spectacles. And, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's about right. Yeah. Um, and um, yeah, obviously we'll talk about the red coastals. And um, I think really the two main people working with reds are probably him and uh, Eric Hernandez. And they've, they've, They've done outcrossing and backcrossing and all kinds of stuff. And, you know, uh, I was I was hesitant on whether or not I should put it in the uh, I just did a the uh, episode for the uh, carpet cliff notes on the coastal carpet python morphs. And um, yeah, it's going to be really weird when I do the IJ one. (laughs) Not really. (laughs) It's going to be really odd. And I'm not going to put as much research as you did into it. So I apologize in advance to like. Steve Katz right. and various other people. Yeah. Right. At some point, yes, Owen will be putting one out. I I uh I keep beating him to the punch, but I, you do. I mean, <laughs> stay away from caramels. I swear to God, I'll punch you. Like, you know. Yeah. Let me do mine. <laughs> and um yeah, I uh I, I actually it's kind of good because as I was do as I do this, it, it forces me to put that information up on our website. Or yeah. at pythonradio.net. So now all the coastal base morphs are up there that you can check out and you can see. And I don't know what animal it is, Owen, but if you go and check it out, you send me a picture of it. It's a beautiful caramel. 
But you, you really make nice caramels. And, uh, I do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, I do? Yeah. Question mark. <laughs> <laughs> no, I liked it the way you said it before. I do. <laughs> not, I do? I do? He's got a... No, it's I do no, explanation not point. <laughs> not MoreliaPythons.com. That's dead. I want to go Python radio. Dot net. Phone. <laughs> yes. Go to dot net. You have to go to all right, dot right, net. All right. All right. I should know our own website. Well, talk we got more. two we, of them right now, but we um, should talk. We should talk during this. This is great for audio medium. Oh, well, I, I will talk. I, I got stuff to say. Okay, right, so right. for uh, as Owen looks that up, so he can check it out. Uh, a couple <laughs> things I want to hit on. Uh, first, uh, the new issue of Herpticulture magazine hit today, and uh, it's Matt. <laughs> <laughs> yes, <laughs> Matt Minatola has the industry spotlight, and uh, that's pretty cool. And Dennis McDamara did an article on olive python. So if you haven't checked this out, go hit up Herpticulture magazine. You can follow it on Facebook. I have links up all over the place. And you can, uh, it's a free magazine. Um, it's an online magazine. You can check it out. The other thing I have, um, our Teespring store has a new edition that was designed by uh, Riley Jimison. Um, and it's a pick of Australia. It's got Aboriginal design in it with a carpet python head. Um, <clears throat> and all the proceeds to that will help. Uh, we're going to donate to the uh, help with the Australian bushfires. Um, so. Yeah, that turned out real cool. That is cool. I really do like that. Yeah. So, oh, that's Taisha. Yeah, that one. That one unfortunately passed. But oh, damn it! I know. I was pit by her. Is that super? Or is that is that? Yeah, a regular that was club? super. Yeah, that, that was, was super. a super. Um, her sister's breeding this year though. Okay. Um, to a tiger. So I don't know what that'll do. <laughs> so make striped yeah. caramels. <laughs> I hopefully something. Yeah. yeah. Um, we'll figure that out. But no, she was she was a good one. I was that one hurt. <laughs> so, yeah. But uh, yeah. Uh, and of course, I had to. You see, I put the picture of Benjamin. I had to put that. Why? Of course. And then we have to talk. <laughs> mm. yeah. It's not even that. That you guys under, you guys got to understand that picture of Benjamin Venus fly trapped so many people. <laughs> yes. <laughs> You're like, I can have a white jaguar. No, no, you can't. <laughs> yes. No, 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 no. Oh, no. my God. So uh, I, I wish I still had the picture of him older because I used to have that just to show. People. I do, I do. <laughs> yeah, I have it. I can send it to uh, you. So you anyway, it. but yeah, anyway. At the time, that snake was amazing. I, I think that was a toss up between that one mm. and uh, Bullwinkle. Probably the two that if I, I mean Bullwinkle was more of an online thing, whereas that right. was in Reptiles magazine. So when you're like flipping through and you're like, what the hell was that? Oh, my God. People, people would literally tell me that they couldn't buy my Jags because they just spent a ton of money buying a son of Benjamin. And then I'd be like, so, you know, their mother is a daughter of Benjamin. And this is what Benjamin looks like. And like they'd be like, oh, I'm like, yes, they, he got yellow. It happens. Yes. Yeah. Guys, it's like yeah. Anyway, hmm. okay. So it's been a been a fun week, right? Yeah. Well, yeah. For me, I don't know. What about you? Well, it's been interesting. <laughs> yeah. Um, just you know, basic stuff. Get. I saw a couple more locks. Um, this past couple uh, days, uh, the olives are actually locking up, which is really cool because that's the first time I've seen them do anything. Uh, oh, so this is the first time you've seen locks. First time I've seen locks, first time I've caught the male, like, spurring the female. I'm like, damn, you guys are moving. <laughs> like, moving them out of the reptile room into their own, like, room that I can get colder was it, – it's working so much better for them. So um, so cold is the key. 
cold is the key. Yeah. Okay. Right. So Hopefully we'll see how that goes. Um, you'll be pretty pumped if you make some olives this year, won't you? I will be. It'll, <laughs> it'll, it'll make up for a lot of other Lyasis failures. <laughs> like, <you know. laughs> constant, constant Lyasis failures. Like, yeah. you know, uh, um, and then I, um, I got tagged in a couple posts yesterday. Yeah. Um, cause Nick Mutton is apparently having the same kind of level of Lyasis failure that I've had over the years. <laughs> And uh, his his female apparently decided the male had to die. So <laughs> so was it in it? Did you talk to Nick? Was it in? Uh, yeah, the, I talked okay. to Nick. Um, yeah, he uh, he he. It just it happens. Like apparently he just found the thing just dead in there, and you know that happens every once in a while. You don't know if she bit him and constricted him, or smashed him against the cage, or whatever. Um, so. Uh, people were tagging me because I'd recently posted up the story of what's going on with Glitch yeah. with his whole eyeball coming out. Sure. Yeah. And people are like, oh, what's up with that? And I'm like, Owen can send you one. I'm like, listen, if I sell Glitch, you know, my better half is going to just – Melissa would kill me. <laughs> like, okay? Like, no. She loves that snake now because, like, he lived in the house with her for a while and she helped with the surgery and all that stuff. Death. But – I have another male Mac here uh-huh. that has just been kind of just here because um, Dennis kept finding Macs over the past uh, – Dennis McNamara. We kept finding Macs and stuff like that, and he'd be like, hey, do you need this? And I'm like, well, I need a girl. And then I think at one point he's like, well, I got a boy if you wanted it, and I jumped on it. So I had an extra male. He's not doing anything. So I, I texted Nick up. I'm like, I have two boys. One is a wild caught that's about 800 grams. And uh, the other one has one eyeball. <laughs> I'm like, take your pick. I know. Awesome animals over here. <laughs> uh, and uh, he actually went with the wild caught one because his female and Glitch are both produced by Ryan. So same parents. Yes. Okay. So I was going to say, I, yeah, yeah. 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 So I'm like, all right, well, I'll just send you the boy. And he goes, how, how big is it? And I told him he's like, perfect. Have you cycled it? I'm like, I cycled down, but I haven't warmed anything up because I'm kind of being lazy. Perfect. I'm like, okay. <laughs> he's like, send it tomorrow. I'm like, all right. Yeah, okay. Like, and then he's like, you know, this is the second mail that you've saved my ass with just by sending to me when I needed it. I'm like, well, yeah. It's like, I keep, keep doing that. I've just become Nick Mutton's safety uh, net. Safety <laughs> net. <laughs> oh, oh, killed another one. Call Owen. Right. Yeah. It's like, yeah. Um, but no, it's cool because apparently um, he raised up a couple of Romulus's kids, and they're starting to go and breed this year. Mm. Okay, so that's cool. Um, that's but cool. no, it's and here's the thing, like you know, I, I it's just like I was thinking a lot of times with um, like with the Duns Python and Kajak, uh-huh. like I could not provide <laughs> the means to produce. Duns pythons, but by KJ getting her and sending her to Ryan, there are now baby Duns pythons. Like this male is sitting here wasting. He there's the only female I have is, um, actually I have two females. One's a Roddy Island, and if I threw a Timor locality in with a Roddy Island, Eric Kohler would drive from Pittsburgh here and hurt me. So um, yeah, uh, can't do that. Right. So that's a no no. Like, it's a no, no. Um, the only Timor locality I have female, she's about a year, two years away from breeding. So I, he, this male's wasted here. So I'd rather pack him up, sell him to Nick, pack him up, send him over there, 
And then maybe Nick produces Macaulay's pythons and maybe there are more Macs in the community. Cool. Whatever. Right. Yeah, that's cool, man. I'm glad you didn't sell Glitch because not only does... No, uh, I would never. He's yeah. mine. <laughs> that that animal has been through so much. <laughs> He's staying here. You know, every female I've ever put in with him has either become a male or, or attempted <laughs> to kill him. Um, the one female that didn't kill him bred with him and then she got egg bound because we moved and she was gravid. I didn't know. Um, and then, then he loses an eyeball. <laughs> it's like, there's, there's been so much, I mean, dude, when we retire from this and we're he's like, still gonna old be alive. Shit, right? you're going to, they're going to take you on a podcast or who knows what it'll be that yeah. time. You know, it might be like virtual reality where you're sitting yeah, in a room yeah. or something, but, uh, they'll be like. So we heard about this snake glitch. Give us the story behind so, that. Well, so many problems. It, just <laughs> it started with Eric living. not being yeah. able to incubate. Incubate eggs, exactly. <laughs> and that's, that's all I want to do before I die is somehow pass glitch genetics on. Like, that's it. Just want to make baby glitches. That's it. So, yep. Uh, that's awesome. Very, very cool. All right. Uh, so, you know, that was, I mean, it was just, it was cool and it was fun to, you know, like I said, if if Nick gets Macklot's pythons this year, that's awesome. I'm not going to be like upset or whatever the hell. I mean, like it's yeah, sure, it's it's awesome, and I'm totally all for that. So better luck to him. And then that snake gets packed up, and that's an open tub, and we know what happens with open tubs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we do. Yeah. Let's see. What do I so. have that I can give Owen? <laughs> well. <laughs> That's the problem is when you go, you go to talk to Nick, you end up going onto his web. I don't know how he does this. It's oh, sort of, you didn't. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't talk to him on the phone. Oh, That's okay. the thing. Right, I talked right. to him only right, through text enough. messages. Right, See, enough. I found the way through. Okay. So, Dude, you I, cannot talk to no, Nick on oh the my phone God. and not there, snake. Hypo Tigers. And there were hypos on his website, and oh my god, they're gorgeous! Oh, did you it's see just, the hypo tigers? Yes, it's oh. so beautiful. <laughs> just, I want it so badly. <laughs> yeah, I was like, who? Four K? Four K? I should have waited, man. I should. <laughs> yeah, beautiful stuff. So. I would be. That would be like just just send me the box. Send me send me the hypo tiger in a box with that other hypo right there. And then when I realized I just picked up a box that was close, getting close to ten thousand dollars, <laughs> I was like, close the window. Close the window. You got good taste. Yeah, of course I do. And, yeah. uh, and that's the problem is I'm like. Um, it's like, ooh, I'm going to throw this hypo tiger in there, this hypo female. Ooh, Rockhamptons, I'll throw those in there. It's a Port Douglas. I'm like, no, stop. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Brisbane's, more Brisbane's, all kinds of, oh, Brisbane. man. I got Brisbane's. We're fine. We're okay on Brisbane's. Uh, I need well. to make my own Brisbane's. I don't need anybody else's. They have different looks, man. I don't know. Don't talk. No, shut <laughs> up. <laughs> shut up. Because you know what? I saw a male that looks kind of like my female. And uh, like, like yeah. no, no, you have different looking ones, and that's okay. So, all right. Yep. Cool. All right. All right, Jason. Welcome back to Morelia Python Radio. How you doing, man? I'm doing well. Thanks for having me. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, gave you a little introduction and uh, that you didn't hear, but... Yeah, we uh, talked about how um, you probably put up with us hanging around your table way longer than I think I would have put up with somebody hanging around my table. Um, yeah. you know. Well, that's and why I, we do this stuff. <laughs> so you yeah. hang around our table. That's right. right. <laughs> we don't actually sell snakes. We just I hang around table. Yeah. 
Oh dear, oh dear. Oh, oh God, man. Yeah, you throw them a quarter. Yeah, <laughs> throw in a quarter. Yeah. Uh, so, um, all right. Let's start at the beginning. So, for people like we said uh, that you know you are pretty much the tiger carpet python guy, um, and. I thought maybe, I mean, you hit on this before, but now that we have better audio and all that stuff, maybe you can just give the brief story. And I do have a question when, when you go through the, uh, the story of it. Okay. Yeah. Well, this, I guess all started back in the late nineties. If mm -hmm. I, if I can think back that far, um, <laughs> I got a pair of tiger carpets that were advertised. I think it was, um, I don't know if it's Reptiles Magazine or Fawn. I can't remember the magazine, but I think Eric recently posted the ad. Yeah. Um, from a guy named Neville James mm -hmm. out of California. Okay. And he, he had acquired a striped coastal carpet python um, from a guy, um, the way we traced it back a while back, um, out of Alaska. What? Um, <laughs> yeah. Alaska? <laughs> if I can find the guy's name, I'll... I'll oh, I have it. Um, you did, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hold on. I'll give it to you real quick. It's... uh. Wait, wait. Hold on. His name was... Richard Quick. That Kirk is correct. Quick. Yes. Wow. Woohoo! Yep. <laughs> okay. Very nice. Um, and... So he bred it to two coastal females he got from, I think, um, California Zoological Society, if I'm not okay. mistaken, Okay. back in the day. And he produced a handful of animals, and I don't know where most of them went. Obviously, they never resurfaced. Um, but I, I think I acquired his last pair he, he ever made available uh, back in the day. And um, they, were, um, they were probably yearlings at the time maybe mm -hmm. a little, little older. And I raised them up and I bred them uh, and got, you know, what I expected was completely striped babies. Mm -hmm. And, um, and then it went on from there. That from there it went to breeding um, my original female to one of Will Leary's. Um, I think it was Benjamin, his, his, his jag that he had at the time, which was at the time he was calling it a hypo jag. <laughs> But it was a very light animal, bone-colored, right. which really fit well with what the uh, tigers had turned into because they were, they were sort of a bone color uh, on their dorsals. So, um, and then we produced the first tiger jags from that pairing. Mm -hmm. And then the subsequent pairing, I bred uh, a, another female that I had produced from the original pair. Uh, we did another round of breeding with uh, uh, Will and produced a the first breeding did produce, I think, three babies, and the second breeding was like a full, decent-sized clutch. Clutch, okay. So, um, and then it went from there. It went from, um, you know, I was breeding the tigers to tigers. I was breeding um, the tigers to um, jags to make tiger jags at the time. Mm -hmm. And then I outcrossed them uh, into, uh, I, I acquired a, a red tri-striped male from Will I Leary as well. I love that animal. And, uh, <laughs> that was, yeah, that, yeah, that thing was absolutely amazing. That um, he he wound up passing due to it on a large heart. But, yeah. um He did give me a few clutches, or at least two clutches, before he he uh, expired. So um, yeah, I have his um, I have his kid 
which is that's Talon's dead. And then Talon bred all the shit over here. <laughs> so it's like, yeah, yeah it's really me, cool. Well, and, me too. And a, few of those, a few of those females made it over to Paul Harris. And he, that's, those are the tigers he's using now. Awesome. The offspring uh, to produce the stuff he's been producing over in Europe. Right. Um, so, and then I, I think I, we had made that, Eric had made that post with the original ad. And then I posted a baby. Mm -hmm. a year and a half ago and then i got the question you know did i always breed those two animals together you Mm -hmm. know consistently to make babies and i did but i also outcrossed them yeah because and and a lot of people ask me why i i actually outcrossed them and you know the answer is pretty simple it's just genetics i mean you can't keep breeding back and breeding back and breeding back and expect the line to thrive you needed to you needed to throw some fresh genes in there in order to, you know, to keep a, a robust line of animals. So was there, that's what kind I did. Of, was, was there kind of some stuff that maybe, you know, caused you to do the outcrossing a little bit more? Cause I remember, um, around, I want to say around the time I was getting out of college was when Will had those granites that were all born like eyeless. Yeah. Yeah, I mean I, that that was that was part of my motivation is to okay. you know, to not have you know what what I would expect would be birth defects down the road by mm-hmm. by continuing to, to line breed the original pair and their offspring you know together and with each other and and obviously it produced some really nice animals but down the road yeah you know, I, I I foresaw you know problems with it with the genetic aspect of it yeah uh, yeah so and I just thought that red price right. For me, that visually was something I wanted to see. Yeah, you know what what it would produce with with the with the original line of animals that I had. So, and that's that's the main reason I did it. It was twofold. It was it was for visual um, offspring and to strengthen the the genetics of that line. Now, with the <clears throat> I thought it was I never thought about this, but when you were saying about the uh, uh, when you bred the tiger with Will Leary's. Uh, Benjamin, um, and you got these like kind of bone color. Is that sort you know like the the one the animals I got from you the tiger jag sibs the tiger jag sibs? Is that where yeah. you think that bone color is coming from? That it's bone white. From that and and the tigers themselves. The original line tigers when they grew up, right? Um, were this really sort of bone slash Manila color. Yeah. Um, that initially I wasn't I wasn't expecting that because you know you you guys saw the ads. Right, just right. Had, it, was, it, looked, it looked like a striped jungle. Right. So um, I wasn't expecting. In fact, I emailed the guy, and when they were about, a, you know, when I, after I had him about a year, I said, "When do you think it's going to turn yellow?" <laughs> he was just wait, they will. Well, they never did because, of course not. you know, obviously with with the females that he used, right. you know, it, it it was you know we got that that bone color. Wow. Yeah. So. And, so was he a big tar- was he a big carpet breeder at the time? Well, not a big. I don't know if anybody was big really at the time. But I mean, did he breed other things, or was he just like, what was his story? I think he. I think he did breed other things. I'm not. I really don't know exactly what he was into. My conversation. He was sort of a quirky guy, right? Um, <laughs> and so getting information out of him was always difficult after, after <laughs> the initial purchase. Oh, one of those guys. Oh, I okay. got you. <laughs> <laughs> so. Um, I, I never really knew what he did. I, I know that was probably one of the last carpet pairings he did. I don't, mm. you know, 
and I had talked to subsequent um, people, you know, that had bought some of his stuff. Right. And none of none of those people were ever able to get them to to uh, reproduce. Oh. So, which which I thought odd, but it was also always in the back of my mind that I probably should outcross this stuff. Right. Yeah. Now, at the time, were you working with other carpets, or were you just getting into carpets for for the first? I had, time? I was just getting into them. I had a, a, a pair of um, females I had that a friend of mine had given, and this was given me, and this is way before we were worried about coastal lineage and all that kind of stuff. So, right. And they, they were coastal type pythons from you know that were probably produced in the early to mid nineties. Okay. And um, you know, I, I think I did a pairing with with a couple of those females as well down the road. But that I, at the time I only had four, and 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 that that was that was the um the those were the animals I was working with. Okay. Cool. Did you did you work with tri stripes too or no? Just you went straight for the top. I would imagine that you like stripes, obviously. <laughs> well, at, at the time, well, it, you know, most people remember. Yeah. The, at that time, there weren't a lot of um, there were tri stripes around, but there weren't a lot of there wasn't a lot of variation in, in what we were working with. There were coastals and there were jungles and there were IJs. Right. Yep. And uh, a lot of the morph, you know, the jag was the first morph that we really were able to to latch onto and get over here so um no I, it was just it was just coastals mainly i guess that is that why you're like uh i guess a coastal guy at heart i think you are right wouldn't you be I, that's how i take it I, I have to check his table next time I see him because there may be more jungles on it now than coastals so well um, we're talking I'll, about I'll, back then i'll look next hamburg you know no, I'm pretty. I'm pretty sure I'm still um, a high percentage coastals. Yeah, yeah. The, the only real jungles that, that that I work with are the zebras. Right, and you've been They're, doing those um, for since the base morph of that thing. I mean, you were one of the first guys yeah. that we knew that got them. So I think I was. I, was, I think I was the first guy to, to produce them on the East Coast. I would agree to that. Yeah, yes. that sounds about right to me. because yep. uh, I remember. I think that, it was that one carpet. It was that one carpet fest where you showed up. You're like, exactly who wants a zebra? That. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, I remember that. 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 that was the um, the clutch we got um, from where I uh, did uh, the pairing with Headhunter. Right, Brinkley. Yes. Yeah. Oh, they were amazing. They were so, gorgeous. It was yeah. so crazy how you had. Well, at the time, the zebra was kind of ugly. Like as far yeah. as oh my God, goes. He, was, he was butt ugly. <laughs> <laughs> When he, when he grew up, you could barely tell he was a zebra because he was so dark and and more brown than he was black, and more more cream than he was yellow, and even and, and even the cream areas were were not that defined. But he was able to throw some really nice babies, and and that's the weirdest thing—just one breeding, like just just putting him with one really good-looking jungle. I mean, because you had. Yep some killer ones out of that first clutch. And I was expecting, you know, and I think you, you kind of were maybe in the back of your head too, that it, it might take a couple of years to like, you know, <laughs> we may have to wade through some mud for a little bit, but it was just like, boom. And it was like, well, oh, I all right. the, the people who got those first zebras that came over, um, you know, just bred them to whatever they had available. Right. You know, Carrie was, Carrie was one of them. Uh, so, I mean, the first round of zebras, we, no one expected them to be, you know, stellar. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I honestly say, you know, the, the one female that I have here, it was probably, it was probably from 
the third clutch, which was Curtin uh, Delia. Right. Uh, uh, that's that's the one I still use, and to this day, she is absolutely fantastic looking. I do still have one of your Brinkley Zebra boys, Sal. But he's <laughs> on the. Yeah, he's though. No, I have. Uh, I mean, I got the one that Howard got from you because mine. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. so that one's mean and kind of on the ugly end. But <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, I keep putting him with really nice females, but apparently, I can't breed jungles and IJs. So <laughs> <laughs> send it to Jason; he'll breed it for you. That's what I'm, what I'm getting up to, Jason. Is I'm going to send you another carpet. Like, yeah, that'd be fine. <laughs> Uh, he'll show you how it's done. We, we yeah. can talk about that pairing later, but uh, they're all cuddled up at the moment. Good, good. <laughs> I need more IJs to, I guess, sell. I don't know. <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> that's going at the beginning of the show. I need more IJs, and that's it. <laughs> no, just no. No, damn it. <laughs> With his editing. But um, oh. it, no, it's cool to 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 make Eric have to send people my way to purchase granites and stuff like that. So you know, uh, you know yeah, I'm sure that is very satisfying. <laughs> it is very satisfying. <laughs> so, yeah, he does feel very good about that. I do. Sure. So, um, um, what about like uh, remember in like maybe oh nine? I think it was like oh nine. Maybe it was 2010. But the like the Tiger Jags you were working on were like you were almost like getting the pattern to disappear have you kept yes, working with that project or um i don't i haven't really kept up with that project and that being said um i, I have access to animals from that line and um future plans because people have asked me are you ever going to get back to the original line tigers yeah um to, to that appearance with the certain markings that we all you know attribute to that line of animals right mm-hmm. uh and the answer is yes I've outcrossed them enough over the years where I can start breeding back for certain traits that that were sort of, you know, for lack of a better word, iconic with that line of animals. And um, one of those is one of the the tiger jags that Eric just mentioned. It's a a very reduced animal. It's a a tiger jag, so it's... uh, it, it might wave its head from time to time. It might um, just just every once in a while, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> but one of the, the one of the things that really draws me to that animal still is the perfect neck pattern on the back that forms an absolutely perfect T, which right. is one of the traits from those original line of animals. So, yes. Um, so what I will probably do, you know, the, the person who has them now, I'm I'm in contact with pretty frequently. Um, I'm going to take that animal and breed it back into the tiger line. I also have, I think I might have access to one of my actual original line tigers as well. So if I, you know, if I can be the puppet master there and see if I can get those two people together to make that pairing happen. um, (laughs) Nice. That, that will, that will take us back fairly quickly um, back to that original phenotype for that, for that line of animals. Right. That's that's awesome, and it's like uh, the real defined head pattern too is one of the traits as Correct. well, right? It, like it, it looks like it was drawn on by a sharpie, right? Yeah, um, very defined, very black. Um, so it, it's it's certainly, I think it's a project worth you know heading back that direction towards. 
Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah. I, I would get on that. I mean, um, Eric and I have said numerous times we're suckers for tigers. I mean, you know, it's and if it comes, if it calls us back to the original stuff, damn it. I guess I'll, yeah. I'll clean out more bins. Like, yeah, I mean, just open up more <laughs> spots. I had a female that uh, I think I, th- I think she was a 2009 that I got from you. Unfortunately, she died. I never got the breeder. I, I, I don't know if it was one of those things where maybe something was wrong with her, just whatever, you know, something health wise. And that's just that's why she never bred. Or maybe it was I thought she was a boy and it was a girl, you know, like, you know how this shit happens. And, you know, it's like they're living yeah. animals, whatever. And um you know, she never gave me any problems, and then she. But she was huge. You remember that girl, Owen? She was probably yeah, one of my well, biggest I, carpet pythons. I mean, that was my size carpet python. Yes, we already realized she that was, was huge. Wrong. Yeah, yeah. I, we got that. I know. So it was. And oh, uh, yeah, I, I wanted to breed her so bad, and yeah, I never got the chance to. But uh, at least Molly's That's going this year. So yeah, we'll no, yeah, yeah. I'm uh, uh, Jason can be second in line after to pick the Molly baby, so I'm going to be first. So you know. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I, I locked that first uh, right of refusal down years. I mean, years, I years live ago. closer, and I'll just drive it did. over. <laughs> it came when I bought uh, oh, when I it, traded it, it from Zach. I mean, Zach had a uh, had an agreement clauses? with with what Jason. I had to take on the, the the you know the agreements that were made prior to the purchase. Well, that's the other that's thing great. is that um, sometimes that was... we don't get everything we want. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that was the other thing is that during that time, um, I would go to White Plains and pick up shit for Eric from Luke Snell. And, of course, I'm hanging out at Balin's table. So he saw the mail that you're throwing to Molly, too, that that red jag from Luke. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So, I mean. I, I actually still have an animal directly from Luke that um, I should probably breed this year. Well, at least I'm not the only one that's been it's hanging on to animals forever and not breeding them. All right, I feel better now. Okay. Yeah, um, it's it's definitely one of those things. I know that we uh, um, it is it is really cool to think about kind of piecing together your collection and who it was from and um, if they're even still in it anymore. And it's really cool with Jason because it's like I know uh, several all my red tigers at some point were came direct from. Jason, uh, and I produced several clutches of them. Uh, I'm, right now I'm sitting here a little red tiger less because everybody's kind of growing up. And uh, But it is cool to think about having those different things plug in here. So That one uh, from the, the tri-stripe, right? Uh, yeah. yeah, I had her. She she died, but I have her kids that I'm raising up. So. You know, it's it's a crazy thing. I don't know if you've ever yep. seen this pop out, Jason, um, but that you know those animals that I got from you from that clutch... I finally bred last, what was it, last year? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, last year. Um, I got these labyrinth-looking babies. They're crazy-looking. Yeah, it's really weird. It's like, um, that's what they remind me of, a labyrinth uh, Burmese python. Wasn't there, wasn't there a labyrinth carpet python that, or was that one of Caponetto's things that he was trying to pass off as yes. a, yeah. okay. <laughs> that turned out to be a nothing. Nothing. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> I got I got really really I got two of them that have that weird labyrinth pattern and then the rest of them were like striped like those ones that you produce now when you breed the reds together. Yeah. That uh, line. They, the stripes in those are really nice. Yeah. So. Yeah, that's you. I mean, I, they they've been refined enough right. where you can almost 100% guarantee that um 
the animals you, you get when you take two tigers from that line, whether they were out crossed or not, you're getting striped babies. Okay. Yeah. So, but like yeah. Eric, I, I've, I've had weird stuff pop out too. Right. Um, when I've bred a striped to stripe, that yeah, doesn't conform to what, what should be the, you know, the, the typical type of tiger that you would produce. But, you know, I've always just attributed to coastals being so variable that you never, you know, you never really do know what, what they're going to throw. Mm-hmm. Well, that's the awesome thing about them, you know. I mean, you get these random weirdos that pop out, and you just, you know, it's, it probably won't ever be anything, but it's just cool to have Still a cool-looking cool snake. snake yeah. yeah, exactly. So um, oh. I think that's what gives coastals their, uh, you know, to me their it factor is just they're, that, you know. Yeah, it's yeah. that they're better than IJs. Yeah, exactly. So um, it's um, the uh, – um, but Jason, no, with your with your red stuff, you did start crossing uh, Madame Blueberry line animals into your red line tiger stuff. Did you see like an immediate kind of jump in a different direction? Because I know when they first kind of came out and it was just the red tri-stripe to the normal coastal, they kind of almost had a darker red to them. Yeah, they. I had one clutch one year when I bred the, the tri-striped offspring together and they, they came out red. Uh-huh. But they weren't like you said. They weren't like that Madame Blueberry red, mm-hmm. um, and then they they quickly went back to what would be the normal type of uh, coloration you would expect within a few sheds. Okay. And as far as like the red, the Madame Blueberry stuff, when I bred that to to a tiger, those came out pretty red. Um, and that that was you know one of the clutches that Molly Ringwald came from that clutch. Um, I have a couple animals still from that clutch that I'm working with uh, this year. Um, so, you know, that did, I, back to your original question, Owen, I saw an immediate, okay. uh, you know, change in what, what the coloration was for that, for what I was used to getting from, you know, right, the, the original line to the original line. So that, that's a fairly powerful gene mm-hmm. that Madam Bloomberg had. Um, oh, and obviously I'm still working with that today. And, uh, right now that, you know, that, that's, I've got, I've got a couple pairings, hopefully that will yield some really neat looking, um, red coastals. And then, and if people ask me, do they all come out red? No, they don't. They all, I, I get like, I can divide them up into three different groups. Yeah. I've got the, you know, the very extreme looking ones that come out that look, almost look albino when they come out. Okay. Uh, uh-huh. And then I've got like a, a sort of a middle tier where it's sort of it's it's red, but it's not that that super vibrant red. Right. But then I've got then I've got the third tier would be almost sort of like a um a milk chocolate um color to them. Huh. Um, and what I have noticed with that line, and I, it, it may just be the animal that I'm using because mm-hmm. uh, I've outcrossed that line as well. But as adults, even the darker ones. Um, are very high contrast. Okay. As they grow up, they do not. They don't seem to get super muddy. Okay. Uh, so that that third tier is actually, you know, I, I've I've got a few animals that I've held back from that from what would be that third tier, mm-hmm. and um, I'm anxious to breed those together to see what I get. Is that um, is this hold true? Because I know for a while there you were producing these really good looking animals, really, really good looking reds, 
and they were banded like they were almost yeah, banded throughout their entire the, body that was from that was from the original pairing okay that i got the reds from okay and those animals came um uh one of them was a coastal just a plain old coastal that i used from um and it, it, it came directly from Jan Eric back in the day. I acquired that whole group from a, a friend of mine. And um, and the male was just sort of a silvery-looking male. I didn't, you know, I, I'm not even sure why I actually did the pairing because I really the, the look at the two animals. You wouldn't think anything was going to occur uh-huh. when you bred them together. And I, I, for the life of me, I don't remember why I even paired them together when I had all the jag stuff going on at that time. Um, <laughs> Here you go. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> like, yeah. So that's what that's what produced that first almost albino looking. Yeah, I remember that one. Baby oh, that was crazy. That, that, that bred that that produced most of my stuff over the last I want I want to say at least eight to ten years. I, I don't know if it's been that long, but it's been a while. So. Wow. So that was the snake so, yeah. that produced Molly, right? That one? That, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. okay. All right. That's the snake that's on all my logos, business cards and stuff. Uh, unfortunately, he's no longer with us. Mm. But gotcha. um, I've, got his, I've got his brother from a different clutch that I'm using this year. So at this point, do you think it's fair to say that that gene is polygenic? Is that? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I, I, this was a, something I was curious about. I know in twenty last year you did that pairing with Eric Varner, uh, Red Tiger to Carmel Jag. What's uh-huh. what did that turn? What's out up like? with that? Yeah, what's up with that? Because <laughs> back in the day that was a no no. Like that was a no no, and you did it. <laughs> well, with no no with some people, but I I would be. Well, you'd have to try it to see what happens. No one listens to Owen anyway, so I mean. It, it was a no-no, but it, at the same time, I, you know, I, you never know what you're going to produce until you put two things together. So, you know, sure. you have to at least test it. Um, and those babies, it, typical, it was half, it was half jags, half uh, normals with some tigers mixed into the normals. Okay. And um, they were pretty, they were pretty nice. Um, I, I'm growing. I've only gotten rid of maybe one or two of the the jags from that clutch. Uh-huh. And. Uh, Unfortunately, I lost one of the ti- one of the really nice caramel tigers that, that came out of there, Damn. as well. And so, I, I guess the big question, the reason why people think it's a no-no, is how do you tell the red gene from the caramel gene? Exactly. Right. Exactly. So, and the really the only the only way I can do it is because I know what the typical tigers come out looking like from that line of animals, having done so many pairings with them. Right. And you could you could immediately see the difference. And and I'm not I'm not going to say there's not some mixing going on as far as like you know, you know there might be two two aspects of the genes working together to produce something maybe a little different, right? But at the same time, they're not what I normally would have produced using okay. that male. I thought it would have went along the lines of what we saw with the caramel and the hypo, like with Paul did. So you get hypo caramels, which kind of have both the hypo and the caramel showing at the right. same time, you know. Um, I think if, if, if that particular red gene, because it wasn't the Madame Blueberry gene, it was okay. the fry stripe male gene. Oh, okay. um, I think if that was a more extreme animal, we would have seen of maybe a, a different presentation, maybe a little brighter. Right. But since it was that more subdued color. Right. right. Um, and even when, like, and, and like I said, even when those animals are produced, they're not super red. They're more of a... Um, 
It's almost like brick. Lightish. Right? Yeah. yeah, it was... It was well, even maybe even a little darker than that. If you throw like a little bit of a brown into a brick mixture, right? That's what you're looking yeah. at. Yeah, I'd say that. And and that's not what they looked like when they came out. They, and you could tell some of them were definitely way brighter, especially on the Jag. When you know with the Jag offspring, some of those were really more what I was used to seeing with people who produce caramel stuff. So, because we all know that I really didn't work with the caramel gene at all. I was concentrating on the red. Yeah, right. but when you when you've got an animal in your possession, why not? Why not? <laughs> <laughs> it's here. It's like yeah, I get it. It's, well, it's kind of like what you said. Maybe you you don't know what you you gotta get if you never try it, and you might get something crazy. Like I know for a while you were you were always talking about like uh, lipstick uh, lipstick albino tiger type of deal. So you never yep. who knows, you know. So. Yeah, exactly. Well, I, I'm going to muddy the waters even more so this year oh, with boy. her. Oh god! Okay. <laughs> I, I did, Hypo. I did put Madam. I put the Madam Blueberry Red with her this year. Oh, okay. Okay. So we'll Madam see. What, we'll red. see the difference between the two clutches. You know, hopefully she if she takes. So. Damn. That's I mean. Awesome. All right. Well, now that uh, we kind of opened the door numerous times, how is your season going? And do you have anything insanely interesting that you want to tell your friend Owen about. Um, <laughs> what the <laughs> hell, got, Owen? <laughs> shut up, Eric. Um, that you got going on this uh, season. Mm-hmm. Well, that, that, that will be one of the projects that I've got. I, I'm interested to see what happens there. Um, I'm also, uh, I've got a, a sort of a, um, a group project going with myself, Eric Kohler and Kyle Harper. I don't know if you guys remember Kyle from back in the day. Yeah. yeah, Kyle got out of it for a while. So when he decided to get back into it, he decided to jump in feet first and produce a, a hypo. I mean, he bought a hypo. Uh, I think it's a it's a hypo caramel jag from Paul. Yeah. Via Philip. Via okay. somebody else. Ah. <laughs> okay. But it, it's noticeably different than the, the what you would like what the typical caramel looks like. Yeah. So um, we have bred that this year so far to my female tiger, who Eric thinks is probably on her way to producing some eggs, and a hedexanthic coastal. Um, we just want to see the, what, what, come, what the differences are. Nice. So that's going to be a pretty neat project. And, again, it, it's a, like what Eric said, it, it's going to be an interesting try to figure out which ones are caramel hypos, yeah. which ones are – you know, regular hypos, you know, which ones are caramels. It's, it's going to be a mixed bag. Yeah. But yeah. I think throwing the tiger into that mix will, will produce some fairly nice offspring. Yeah. Even the, even the Jags. So very, the, very the awesome. about that. I mean, even adding the Jag, like adding the tiger even will, is going to influence the Jags. It's just going to clean up the pattern even more yep. and make it really, really cool. So, And I think it's also, along those same lines, I think it's also going to clean up, because you know some of the caramels yes. can get a little dirty. I yeah. do. Yeah, I'm aware of that. <laughs> yeah. So I think it's going to help clean that up, too. Um, so I, I, I think those are going to be some really neat-looking babies. Um and exotic stuff. So, I mean, like silver eyeballs on really cool looking animals too. I mean, damn. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's one step closer so, to your uh, ghost tiger, Owen. 
Uh, one can only hope. <laughs> I uh, I have uh, so that it's funny uh, that O nine Tiger Jag that I got from you, um, Jason, is going with a hypo caramel male. So I don't, oh, I'd cool. Be, yeah, I'd be curious to see. Uh, so you're doing the same pair. You're doing basically kinda. the same pairing, right? Yeah. yeah. We'll Compare see. and contrast. Yeah. So yeah, I had, that, that'll be an interesting sort of little little case study there. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I like that. Yeah, I was kind of, I was thinking that he wouldn't get the job done, but he's locked a couple times. So, well, it's so, half the yeah, battle. Yeah, ours was Paul too. So I mean, he wasn't he wasn't huge, and we were wondering whether he was up to the challenge. But apparently, he went right to it as soon as we put him in there. <laughs> nice, that's awesome. Very cool. Okay, um, what is what else do you got going on for the year? Let's see. I'm looking at them all right now. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Back in the day, I did a I did a joint pairing um, with Howard, with one of um, I did my zebra, my original zebra male to um, one of Delia's sisters that uh, that Howard acquired. Right. And uh, I held one back because it it it, it was striped. Uh-huh. It's got a uh-huh. nice it's like sort of, it's a little bit of a zigzag, but it's 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 a fairly striped animal. Um, and I, I sold the rest. I didn't have, I didn't keep anything back from that. Um, but, uh, one of the people who bought it was Heather Archimabou, whatever yeah. it is. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yep. Um, no, <laughs> done. Don't we'll shoot me. You edit um, his stuff. Yeah. Whatever. He's the guest. I know. <laughs> um, so I, through her and, um, buddy Francis Pringle. <laughs> I got I got a mail back from that from that clutch. So I've got a pair of those right now that are both fairly striped. Okay. One nice. of them one of them sort of like, looks like like a, a highway where it's like a dotted line highway. The other one's fairly well striped. So if they go, I'll I'll actually have a non zebra jungle pairing this year uh, with 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 some striping. Hopefully, ooh, cool. Will be presented. Nice. That's cool. So we'll see. Very cool. And uh, and then I guess the Tiger IJs are still a project that, that's ongoing. Yeah, I was going to ask you about um, that one for sure. Oh, that status is now it's ongoing. It's like still happening. It's like yeah. Well, we you know most people haven't seen them, but we produced a handful of animals from from that uh, yeah. original male. Uh-huh. Um, he's up in, at Eric Kohler's house, and Eric said that he's actually he's getting older, and he's he's. Uh, slowing down a little bit but apparently this year he decided this was his year to really just you know take off and um breed so he he actually locked up because he's always been a really lazy breeder Mm -hmm. and um but he decided to really kick it in this year so he he locked up with a uh uh, another tiger female that we produced that are not not that i produced but i acquired from that same line of ijs that he was from from boa cabana right and hope if they produce a clutch, we might actually have an actual clutch of really nicely striped IJs. Now, here's a question. So I produced a clutch of those last year, and I got stripes. But have you been able to, re- like, reproduce that wide stripe? Or do you think that when you're breeding sib to sib, that that's where that's going to come in at? Well, that's, or that's the hope. Hoping. Right, that's the hope. That's the hope, that, that, that somewhere, you know, in, 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 the gene, in the gene pool, that that dorsal stripe is floating around i've got mm-hmm. i've got a, a reverse trio of of, of um, offspring from him 
that that are you know probably like you're there. They're they're striped, but they're not striped like them. Right. Um, but I've I've read I've put them all together, and they um, I hopefully I'll get a small clutch from them. They're not super huge, but um, we'll see. Okay. Are you um, have you noticed the difference with the color on them? The color. Okay, so there's the X factor with this project. The striping is the obvious right. Right. Uh, part of the project, but these animals that we're producing, uh-huh. you know, when they come out of the egg after the first shed, Eric basically says he looks like you dipped them in cherry Kool-Aid. Okay, yes. Okay, so they're deep, dark red kind of deal. It, it, it's they're very, the coloration is very strange on them. Weird. Okay, I got uh, the same thing. Weird. Yeah. So some, you know, what I obviously we're hoping for is that there's there's another underlying um, gene at play factor right, right. that right. that project. Now the, the <laughs> you almost hate to say it because you know, nobody wants to chase you know go down the rabbit hole, right? But apparently there was a a, a dead in the egg albino from this line of animals. Yes. So. Um, I don't know if, if something's going on there. I don't know if any of these, if, if that's something that we might see down the road. Um, the weird coloration suggests that there's something there, but it's, we, we have yet to figure out what it actually is. Did you ever see that picture, Owen? I have that picture. I, I, I have. That. And are we, are, like, I know the rabbit hole is, is it an albino or was it just dead in the egg, funky colored baby because it had died mid-development? Nobody knows. <laughs> well, from what I understand, and I never saw a picture of it, I don't think. Right. Um, but it, it went full term. Mm, yeah. Damn it. All right. That makes it worse. So, <laughs> it, so if, if the coloration had, it was, hadn't developed yet, I think, and, and we've all seen that where if, if an egg dies, you cut it open, the, the pigment hasn't set right. in yet. Yeah, it looks funky. I think it was, I think it was too far along in the development it, it, that that would have happened by that point. Okay. And again, I'm I'm getting this information sort of, you know, I actually got it from I got it firsthand. Right. But I never I never saw the right. result of it. I don't think. I'm gonna um, I'm gonna send it to I you did, guys right now. So far gone out of my memory. <laughs> Um, I, we, we've seen that where the baby dies in the egg and you slice it open and it looks fully developed, but then you kind of look at it a little bit closer and it's that the, the scales are almost translucent. Um, the mm. colors are off and it's just, it, it clearly died in the egg and it's been the reason the colors just, are all messed up is that it's been dead for a while. I just messaged it to you guys on Facebook. Okay. Just, yeah. We can edit this. Out. We can edit this. We have that now. Oh, uh, yeah. You know what? Now that, now that I think I've seen that picture before. Yeah. So who knows? Yeah. I, I really don't. I, I don't. I don't know what's going on there. And the offspring and the yeah the pairings and, and what has been produced has been such on a on a low scale. Uh huh. As far as actual numbers, so there's there's not a lot of you know the, the, we haven't had a chance to really go back and, and line breed this stuff. So we'll yeah, and there's not there's not too many people working with it. I mean, I know you guys are. I have it, and that's. Is there anybody else out I there? I think that's... honestly, I, I, I Curtin had it at one time. I got his. 
So that's then, how he got it. I, yeah. And I think I, I don't know that I think did Nick have one at one point or did Kirk get his from Nick? I don't. You know, no, Nick don't have. I think Nick game. had him. I think Nick had him, but he felt bad because I guess you know how Curtin got screwed in that deal, and then yeah. uh, he uh, he sent it to to okay. him. Yeah. So I, I I think what was produced is still within you know within a couple people's right. And yeah. and I know that the Eric's now like the size of these things because I know Eric's mail is huge. <laughs> like, <laughs> Huge by my standards, which is enormous. So yeah. it's, I mean, are these things larger than the typical my, IJ? My mail is not huge, and nor okay. are, you know. Yeah, I'm, I I'm think. Not, I'm not a power feeder by any stretch, but the, the ones I've got seem to be sort of the normal IJ on the smaller side of things. So. Okay. So just Eric's just broken. Got it. So. Yeah, I, I I guess Mike likes to feed snakes. I don't know. <laughs> maybe I don't maybe, know. Maybe maybe he's an every Tuesday I got to feed the snake type of guy. I don't know. <laughs> Tuesday Tuesday Thursdays. You know that's how you do feedings. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Yeah. So that's project school. You know what? You know what? I I kind of did a little roundabout thing. Is I went to uh, to Jen um, and I bought a bunch of boa cabana, just normal IJs from that. Mm-hmm. Um, from that pairing to see if I can, to see what happens, you know? So I don't know. We'll see. Well, it, it all stems from the same original, I think, pair that, that, that Bob Pudo brought in. Right. So, um, it, it, it is a, it is a very small gene pool at this point. Right. Right. I thought it might be something similar to that albino looking thing. Might be something similar to I don't know if you remember, but back in the day they had that um, that hypo IJ. Um, yeah, you remember? I remember uh, that. They, they, had the, had they had that hypo coastal that was kicking around for a while. That was not. It was kind of a hypo coastal. I don't know what to call that one. You remember that one? All right. So, I mean, there, I think there's still some stuff out there to be seen. We'll we'll have to just wait and see. Yeah, it, it, it's one of those things you're just just cautiously optimistic. I think is the best way to look at it. Yeah, at the worst thing, you get some really cool striped IJs. At the at the best, you get an albino that's striped. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Are you finding out more, more projects? Or or, if, if, or a non-striped one, that would be fine too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah fine. <laughs> yeah. We're not picky, but. Yeah. No. Are you, are you finding more projects are about kind of like refinement more than just, you know, I, I mean, I know right now, like when was the last time we had a brand new morph? I know we're trying to make new combos and new stuff like that, but there hasn't really been a new base morph. So a lot of it is just refinement combination. Do you kind of see that more and more in the, in your projects? I know for myself, absolutely. Okay. Uh I, I think there's both out there. I, I, I think people are chasing both of those things. Um, the refinement for me, it, for me, I guess, just seems a little bit more fun on my end of things. Uh-huh. Um, but I, I won't lie. I, I would love for something to spontaneously pop out of, of all this. All you know, There's a lot of garbage out there at this point. So I would love to see a, another spontaneous mutation pop out of something. Yeah. Yeah. Well, this year we might see if there's a melanistic one. 
All black carpet pythons, please. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah. Non-spray painted all black carpet pythons. That's all I really ever wanted. So. And the fact that it's going to be an IJ just no, makes me happy. <laughs> now, 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 now I don't want it anymore. Yeah. Well, I, 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 right now I'm looking at the um, the the pair of IJs that Owen and I have here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and to look through the cage without really focusing too hard. I mean, you would think that the, that I had two black snakes in there. Yeah, they're dark as hell. Especially yeah. your male. Really your male gets real dark at breeding season. Like, oh yeah, he's super, super dark. I think the only pictures I have of him is when he's like in shed in breeding season. I'm like, I swear to God, he's a granite. Like, I know he's there. So it's well, like, that's a I, that's a question. Have you have you seen any improvement? I don't know the male you're using or where it came from. I'm assuming uh, is it like been outcrossed or it's just a regular granite. It, I think it, it was probably. I think it came. It was one of the original ones that came over from Paul. Okay, I got it from Will, and I don't think Will ever. I'm not sure if he ever produced any granites. I think when I got the zebra, he sent the granite with it. Oh, okay. Huh. So, um, have you seen any issues with them? Um, I, I, I had a few babies die from that. Yeah. From that. Uh, I mean, I, Owen and I, you know, I lost a couple. Yeah, and we had – there were a couple that were dead in the egg and stuff like that. I know we had some issues with that. And here's the thing is that she's – we're not doing ourselves any favor because she's original line uh, het granite from Paul as well that I got from – Uh, God, what the hell was his name? Chuck? Chuck, yeah, Chuck Did Bowling. I get it from Chuck Bowling? Yeah, yes. I think I got it from her. I got – I got because I got the – um. I got a granite um, in a trade, and then I needed a het female, and he had the het female, and I got right, her. Right. And then my granite died, and I'm, you know, talking to Jason, and, and she lands with him. And you can kind of tell because he's really dark, and she's got a ton of black on her. But mm-hmm. some of the some of the granite babies that they pop out are bright as hell. Yeah. I mean, there have been a few that have just been stunners. Um, yeah. But then the normals that come out are dark like they're really dark with really some really nice highlights but a lot of black so yeah yeah you may know this jason because you used to do white planes a lot um you remember um viking reptilia remember the granites that he produced did he have any issues because it seemed like he didn't i I don't know i mean Uh, my guess is if he did he didn't really tell anybody gotcha um but his granites, man, but, holy um, shit! He produced a lot of granite stuff. I remember one of the—I think it may have been the first Tinley that I did. He was there, uh-huh. and the the, um, the Asian folks came through and wiped him out. He was really? done oh. after five. They they bought everything he had. Oh wow, <laughs> that'd be sweet. Then you'd be drinking all weekend. That's, that's what you—that's what you love. Is they come over and buy everything Woo-hoo! and you just chill. You know. Oh man, God, that's awesome. Very cool. Um, so, okay. Yep. Yeah, I, I'm just, uh, I'm always wondering if, because uh, I, I have I have an outcross granite, and I noticed that I had one direct from Will Leary that I got, and uh, man, that thing was messed up. <laughs> <laughs> well, I originally had a, 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 um, a pair from him. I had the male that was... Um, it was the granite and the female that I got from him was the het and, and I, she didn't make it. And the male was super wonky for the first year of its life. Really? The one I have now. And then it outgrew it. Huh. He, he, he you know, he's 
super solid. I had, I've never had any issues with him after the first year. Oh, but he cool. was weird. He was, his head would lay to the side. He was almost sort of a very sort of a mild presentation of the Jag behavior. Yeah. Right, yeah. But then, then after a year or so, he, it, it totally disappeared. It yeah, sucks. Weird. <laughs> it sucks that that gene is like, and I know me like people are working on it now, but it seems like I guess because at the time of the you know people were, Owen always says Isla snakes and like, you know, they're my all, favorite. They're my favorite thing. You know all these crazy things that just because it was inbred and like it just seemed like it killed the project. You know and uh, and I don't think they really worked on because I mean if we sit here and look at the pictures of some of the IJs that Eric has, um, uh, Bratz is another one that has a bunch, and it's just like. To see all the different variations in the colors of IJs, it's like that would be killer. Imagine what a granite version of those colors would freaking look like. It'd be gorgeous. I mean, you kind of almost hope that they would kind of start working with stuff. I don't. I can't do it. I just would send more animals to Jason. So, you know, <laughs> other people that can do it should do it. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm trying to do it this year. Actually, it's going with a boa, boa cabana male, my female granite. This oh, happens. tiger Purple. albino granites. Uh, I don't know. Now it's well, it's from the same same line, but it's not. It wasn't labeled a tiger. This one's actually really banded, but uh, we'll see. Yeah. Jason, did you ever jump into diamonds? I know a while back you that was like your next project that you were going after. Did you ever? I, I've got I've got a small group that you know when I took Eric Barner's stuff, and hopefully they'll go this season. Oh, That'll. Cool. All right. Is this your first year? Like, is this your first try producing them, or have you been this trying? Would be the second try. Okay. Last year they didn't take. Um, what do you think so the we'll issue do... was? Cold. That Jason didn't know what he was doing. Yeah. That works. Yeah. Uh, it's... <laughs> I know the feeling all too no, well. I, I, I did it how everybody how everybody told me to do it. It just they they didn't take. Yeah. It's probably age. How old were they? They were young. Young. Yeah. Yeah. All right, I stumble through every breeding season, and somehow I get eggs. So it's okay, you know. So here's a question. I'll start with you, Jason. Maybe you can uh, give some insight on this since you've been breeding carpets for so long. If you have a female that's maybe not showing signs, and like, you know, everything is legit, like she's a she, and you know, all the bases are covered as far as that. Is there anything that you have in your arsenal of tricks to try to get that female to go? Um. I think I'd probably do all the same things everybody else does. I'll, I'll try to, sometimes I'll try to spray the cage down. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I'll introduce like two males for a little while, let them combat or combat around her, and then pull one of the males out um, to, to, to get the males all wound up. So they'll go. Um, uh, I've had, I think at least one carpet that I can remember back then. Just never, it was definitely a female. Okay. They produced the clutch of eggs early on when I had her, but but never produced after that. And then there was nothing wrong with her that you, that anybody could tell. Right. But she never right. ever again. Huh. Hmm. I hate that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't. I don't like that. You did it once. Come on. <laughs> it's like. Um. But. Hmm. I've got, a, I've got a heady Zantic that at, at Kohler's house that that you know we're pretty sure is a female. And she's never produced anything. He's tried at least 
three years now to try to get her produced. Dude, I'll tell you it's what, man. Be the Xanax shelf. Like, come on. Yeah, you know why? I had that. Fe- Dude, I tried. To, I tried to make double head snows for like five years, and I could never get this girl <laughs> the, to go. The, the price is slowly going down as he's failing every single year. Oh, it's, it's horrible. Yeah, it's, it's. And I finally got her to go uh, last year. I think it was or the yep. year before that, 2018. So there's hope. <laughs> yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah, I mean, sometimes they, they, they go years, and then this, for whatever reason, they click back on, and then they'll produce for you. So yeah. I think my first, I think uh, the the Albano Darwin project, yeah. the, uh, the, the female that produced my original female, um, Paul had her in his collection for years. And she finally produced when he put an Albano with her. So I I, I don't know the, 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 the actual history with her, but I know that, He'd had her in a collection for his collection for a very long time. Right. That's cool. Yeah, I was going to ask you. I mean, and you've produced Darwin's, right? Albinos and stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Is there, yeah. have you found them to be different than the other carpets? I, I found them um, to be different in the sense that the males seem to be, at least my experience so far. And I, you know, I, I can't speak to anybody for anybody else, but my male took a long time to to be mature enough breed when at the size that he was i thought he would be plenty big enough to breed and he he took he took a good long time it took took a while i think he was five before he actually locked up wow mm. no shit. That's, that's disconcerting <laughs> i have a <laughs> i have a small albino male i'm trying to breed this year it's like uh-oh <laughs> wow. yeah, well, I, i'm doing i'm doing the exact same thing i've got a small male that i'm trying to breed this year so oh, know, good. I, I, i'm not holding out a lot of hope um <laughs> It's one of the ones I produced a while back, and I, I got a het female from Todd, and uh, so I'm, I'm trying to get those to go. They are a different snake. Their behavior is a little different. Yeah. Uh, they, uh, and, and we all know that, you know, as far as how, how snakes think and everything, like that, you know, they have very small brains and everything, but they seem to be a little bit more discerning about uh, most things when you go in there. They, 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 <laughs> they look like they take their time to think about stuff before they actually do what you're trying to get them to do. Right. Um, they look at you a little differently than, than say a jungle or a coastal would look at you. Right. Uh, it, you know, it, I kind of uh, compared to, you know, when you look at a dog and it tilts its head, uh-huh. right. It's thinking, yeah. Yeah. That's, that's kind of what, that's how I, that's how I, I kind of look at those snakes. Darwin's <laughs> Darwin's just tilt their heads at you. Yeah. Where a jungle just snap at you until it falls off the perch and just continues yeah. snapping at you. Yeah. So, well, yeah, I mean, I've I've heard I heard some stuff, but what's odd about them is just how different the environment is between a Darwin and a coastal or a jungle. You know, it's 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 so dry. It's yeah. it's like it's so well. And I, I actually keep mine very dry. Dry, yeah. Yeah, I I I, I never spray that that cage down. Um, I give them water. Uh, yeah, but I don't see them really. They don't drink as much as I, I would, you, you know, like a, a coastal or a jungle would drink. Right. Um, I just use paper, so there's no there's no substrate that's holding any sort of moisture. Right. Um, huh. Cool. You know, I've heard some people talk about like they uh, kind of like uh, spray them down to try to stimulate, uh, you know, like a wet dry season type of thing, rather than cooling down, if you will. Um, so I, 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 when I've in, in years past, I've produced a few clutches of them now. 
Mm-hmm. I, I, I've never used any sort of um, humidity or moisture to, to to get them to go. Just a standard 70-degree drop type of deal, that kind of Cold thing? Yeah. yeah. Yep. I think, too, you know, part of the other thing is, I don't know what you guys think of this, but, I mean, maybe the reason that they take a little longer is because maybe they are a little bit different, but eventually they get to cycle with what we're doing, and they just learn that. <laughs> it's become their new norm, if you will, you know, and then they kind of go. I think that's, that's, that's very true with the original ones that came over. I think it took them a while to acclimate to our hemisphere. Right. Um, so it'll be interesting to see that the ones that, that, that are now, you know, produced in captivity on this side of the world. Right. As more generations like, go, know, you I would think. think. Todd has yeah. no problem. Todd's been breeding a, a ton of them. He, he does. I don't think he does anything different with them either. Right. Yeah. Todd's got that stripe project that he's working on with them. He's right. got that really reduced, I, yeah. like chocolate I looking. Just, I, just, I just don't know what you're talking about. You have them. <laughs> <laughs> Son of a bit. They're badass. Well, you know, okay. I don't, they're, they're I don't have them yet, but I, 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 think I'm gonna, I think I'm going to acquire a couple. It's a striped carpet. I mean, of course you're going to acquire it. I mean, I would be, it'd be weird if you didn't like it. Yeah, they're on my list too. They're cool. Well, they're it's, different. Yeah, yeah. They have like no I, I, pattern. Right. I, I'm looking at those compared to you know to the stuff Nick Mutton produced because he's got a stripe line too, and they're completely different. Yeah. Right. Their 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 lack of pattern, except for the stripe, is what really got really me. cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I agree. So, it's almost like a white sided like um, rat snake or bull snake or something like that, where it's just like there is no pattern on the sides, and that's really cool. So. I, I, I'm really, I, I'm sort of in love with them, to be honest with you. I, I, I am gonna, I'm gonna try to get some from them. Dude, you've been out to Tinley how many times? You haven't just walked over to Todd's table? <laughs> Listen, no, I'm just showing you right I, now. I, I'm bad at this stuff. I see you stuff are. that I like, and I say, okay, I'm just gonna think about it. And at the same time, you know, it's because I'm, I'm not there telling you to do I'm it. I'm a father just... of two. I have, I have to make sure that my my children are well cared for. <laughs> See, I just have from dogs. a monetary standpoint. So. <laughs> I understand. I understand. Yeah, I did, but I did buy stuff from Todd at this past Tinley, and oh, yeah? and and Owen's gonna just like drop dead. But oh, uh, son of a bitch, what'd you do? <laughs> I bought a, a caramel tiger female <gasps> and a super caramel tiger male. Oh and, no! Uh, the the male is. I, is it is I'm, it like Kohler I'm still kind stuff? Of blown away by, by what he what this thing is, I, it, it's crazy looking. Because Kohler has some caramel tigers that I wanted to kill him and take his. So are um, you now the yeah, top the of one, the list? Um, the, the, the female that Kohler got from him yeah. is, is very similar to the male that I got. Mm-hmm. The, the male may be a little busier pattern wise. Okay, but still has the stripe. Um, Obviously, it's not it's not a project for this coming season, but hopefully within the next two years they'll be up. You know, right when I think I'm done buying animals from Jason Balin and I can uh, finally cool it, it just I, I, we're right back at it again. I took know. a break from Jason for a while, but I think it's time to start back up. You know what back I, mean? <laughs> I got to help him support his kids and stuff. So. I know, right? His children, <laughs> I feel like it's a like win-win. Food, yeah. I get a cool snake and his kids get to eat. It's good. Well, yeah, I, mean, I got to keep them in the manner they've become accustomed. Oh, that's um, right. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, and you guys, 
you guys both know this. I always tell people, you know, buy something for me, then you'll buy something else to put with it from someone else. Yeah. 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 Oh yeah. You, that's you've that's never the told only way to, to, yeah, yeah. To, to make sure that you're, you're, you're getting a, a, a good fresh gene pool when you start putting these animals together. Yeah. Plus two, it will take you in a different direction. Cause like, obviously you're already working on these projects. So, you know, I, I don't know about you, Owen, but I always felt like it was something that I, I wanted to take. I wanted to have Jason stock, but take it in a different direction. I agree. Cause you know? I mean, you my, have to, right. Yeah. My, my Jags don't look like Jason's, but then, you know, every once in a while, Jason, and I would collab on a project like with the tigers we did that, uh, one year or something like that. And mm -hmm. it was really cool. And I really enjoyed it because those are really good looking animals. But, you know, I started doing other stuff with uh, the reds, the, the red tigers, the jags, the other things like that. You know, this year I got uh, a red tiger jag that I produced going to a Lemke line coastal just because why the hell not? <laughs> and um, it's more coastal blood and it kind of would see how that pops out. So, right. Yeah. You have to do that kind of stuff. You do. Yeah, you know. Otherwise, you're you're doing your 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 line of animals a disservice. Yeah. In the long run, if you if you just stick with the stuff you've got. Right. Right. Is yeah. there anything else out there that catches your eye, Jason? That you've been seeing that? Yeah. What What other other than carpets? What are you working with? Because I know uh, Wilma's, Timor's. Is there a couple other stuff you're kind of messing with right now? Um, I've had I've had a few Wilma lockups this year, so hopefully I'll get I'll have some of those this year. Nice. Um, I'm looking at a couple Kaluber projects possibly down the road Ooh. that I might get myself into this year. I haven't decided yet. Um, so we'll see. Don't make, still, um, don't make pyros. Don't. You're that's not what making, I was going to ask. Are you don't, you're not making pyros, things? are you? Don't do that to me. I I can't spend money right now. I am making pyros. You son of a god damn it! <laughs> I, I still have I still have um, some animals from back in the day when I when I did the um, the sense line hypo pyros. Yeah. Um, so I might I might get a clutch of those this year. I've got some Applegate stuff that I'm also that I that I produced a years ago, and that I might go ahead and, and resurrect that project as well. Um. So we'll see. I, um, I'm all the last couple of years. I think you know, and, and we. I think we've all experienced this. We go to shows and our, our tables are filled with carpet pythons. Right. And, <laughs> and we feel that, that we may not have enough variability on our table. Right. You know, to, to appeal to the common person, just the carpet folks. Right. right. So you know, I, I've, I've definitely been over the years thinking, you know, I need to start maybe either resurrecting some old projects that, that I still have the ingredients lying around and, and possibly branching off in, into some other areas as well. You know, I think that was the, uh, the motivation when I created that Morelia, et cetera, page. Mm -hmm. right. uh, just to see if we all like this stuff, we all, we all have varied interests. So it, 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 it stands to reason that we're going to go in, in different directions other than just carpets and Morelia. Right. So, yeah. I mean, I, I, I will agree that if there's like I have several projects that are non Morelia and a lot that are colubrid stuff and they're they're cool projects. They're just cool animals because they're different. And uh, 
like I think I've said numerous times, feeding them is so much easier <laughs> than feeding pythons. So whatever, it's cool. So um, have you seen a have you? Well, either you guys, because you do more of this, especially with colubrids. Have you seen a crossover where you have people that might come by and get some colubrids from you or whatever, and then be interested in in carpets and and maybe like? I've seen a lot of that over the years. Yeah. Um, I, I think I, I saw obviously more when I when I had a more uh, a varied table when I had a lot of colubrid stuff on the table, uh-huh. um, and I, I, I remember people buying both colubrids and carpets at the same time. Right. Um, and and I think you know the carpet you know it, it's a niche group of people. Yeah. Yep. And mm-hmm. they they don't appeal to everyone. Right. Um, so you know you, you want to have some other stuff that, you know. Because you want to introduce them to carpets, and right. and and let them know that they're not they're not the bane of everyone's existence like everyone thinks they are. Right, because um, they're very cool animals, and they're they're you know, in my opinion, you know, you know, not not to buck the trend, but I, I like them way better than I like ball pythons. Obviously, they're a lot more active. You're not going to buck um, the trim with that on this show. I mean, that's <laughs> yeah, not here. Yeah, you're good. <laughs> so, um, but you know. They they certainly do do um, there's there's a certain person there's a certain certain type of person that they appeal to right yeah and um and and, and you know obviously this show does goes goes you know a long way in, in trying to get you know that that out there that, that their reputation isn't as bad as you know people think they are no. I've noticed lately that I've been getting a lot of people. I don't know what the difference is, but um, I'm getting a lot of new people um, contacting me about, uh, you know, me too. Questions. Okay, all right, that's cool. That's good. Yeah. Um, questions well, about I, carpets. We all know and, how little I, I post my stuff up there, right. right? So you know, for as little as I post, I, I, I feel that the people contacting me out of the blue, um, I, I'm very happy about that because you know. They've all they've they've obviously gone you know to some length of trying to find out who I am and 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 and, and try to get in touch with me and, and these are people I've never even spoken with, right? Hmm. So I I, and I think that's great. I guess dropping Jason's name at almost every other show is probably I mean, worked I do it for him, right? <laughs> he, he really should just send me a nickel. You guys go a long way to uh, help out. Yeah, um, every I really should just you should send me a nickel every time I say his name. Uh, I mean, you know, we, we would negate point, the uh, reptile this point and I've my caramel tiger. <laughs> like, yeah, I mean, God. Um, well, I mean, everybody loves, and we've all experienced it. You guys, of course, you have, you have a notoriety. You're, you're at a show, and Infamous. people that don't even know who you are come up and say hi. You know, you're Jason Balen, right? Or you're 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 Eric, yeah. you're Owen. You, you know. Nice to meet you. I've I've followed your stuff for a while. That makes anybody feel good. Oh yeah, hell yeah, yeah. It's for it's sure. weird when they know your animals by name though. It's that that one gets me. <laughs> <up>. <laughs> oh, yeah, no. oh, you really trip over whoa. that man. You're like, wait, what? <laughs> yeah. Well, that's why I don't name mine. Yeah, I'm like, whoa. <laughs> yeah. Me <that> too. Is... <laughs> uh, you only get a name if you were inherited with a name, and that's it. Yeah. Otherwise, you're a number. Oh, is that a... true? I'm gonna start naming them before I send them to you, like ridiculous things. Yeah. So what? What about uh, Jason? What about things like rough scales? Do you have any interest in those? I mean, do you ever? Yeah, what's up I with do. That? I, I, I'm probably that's another something I'm picking up this year. <clears throat> I already got that 
Uh, yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Hopefully, hopefully a certain on. person of uh, shut up. that I, that I'm we working, both I'm know working on it. I'm produces work, some. Shut up. All right. <laughs> well, listen. We all know that his, you know, Owen, you know, reading stuff, you know, he sometimes is a little challenged. <laughs> Just a little. I want to argue with him, but I can't. <laughs> like but we still love him all the same, you know. I mean, <laughs> I, I'm I'm buying a rough scale this year from someone. If you produce them, I will buy the other one from you. Yay! I, I on Publicly. Okay. Well, nice. now I have incentive because I didn't care what Eric said. Oh. So, uh, Thanks, buddy. <laughs> yeah, that Jason said it. <laughs> okay. Fair enough. Uh, cool. Um, no, I think they're 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 a, a really neat species, and oh. and you know I've, I've been dragging my feet, and uh, sometimes life gets in the way, and you have to kind of pull back a bit. But you know, yeah. once things settle down, and you can sit there and, and say, what are, what's on my wish list? Yeah. And that was that was up there. What about Bolins? You ever see yourself? I mean, that's a that's, that's a <laughs> better, big, you better sell some snakes to get that uh, going. Thing, but yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, it was yeah. so much fun when I did them. I, I'll be honest with you: when I bred the Bolins and produced the babies, that was one of the highlights of my of my life. Right, right. Um, it, it was also one of the biggest heartbreaks of my life. You know, at, after they produced, you know, we we lost. The, the female uh so and then you know it was one of those things well i'll work with them again sometime but i don't really feel like putting in that you know that that sort of emotional effort in again right right now right um that was certainly i mean it, it, it that was one of the, the the like i said it was a highlight i mean i i it was the you're ecstatic when something like that happens Oh hell yeah! And you're the first or second person to do it, right? On a completely captive level, and where everyone else seems to not be able to get it to go. So um, there's a lot of good work being done out there with the Bolins. A lot of people have them, obviously now. Um, I know Mark Spataro is still working with his group, mm-hmm. and uh, he's he's had a few clutches. So um, I say I think I think the formula. It's still being refined, but I think you know th- they'll be more readily available down the road. And it, it, you know, as, as people start to share their their breeding techniques with them. Yeah, um, I'm not. I'm not saying we, it was blind luck that we were able to produce them. You know, my partner Frank Memo and I, when we did, we said, but th- there was certainly some luck involved, and and certain and certain certain things lined up in, in, the, in the right way. Right. Yeah. I remember um, the female that we got from Pete Call had been sitting on his in his office for you know weeks just in a Rubbermaid bin. When, <laughs> when we when we and I, I honestly don't know how long she had been sitting there when we got her. Uh-huh. And um, so you know, then she took the ride from his house to my house. The male we already had there. The, the Bowen's like Bowen's males. Yeah, we'll breed a light socket if you give it to him. That's, that's not the hard part. <laughs> yeah, it's the right? female. It's the females. Yeah. It's the females getting them to ovulate and then actually to produce eggs. Because I know talking to Mark, you know, he, his females all ovulate all the time, but then they they seem to reabsorb just as quickly. So it's right. Whatever whatever component you need, you know, 
it's still yet to be be done on a regular basis. It's got to be right place, right time. You know, male's got to be in there right when she ovulates, and he's got to be in the right mindset to breed the female. Otherwise, you're just going to totally miss it. So I think you also need you, you have to have the proper setup for right. it. Mm-hmm. It's not right. like you can just you know throw in a cage and say, okay, do it. Like most of everything else that we breed, they I think they require very specific physical things in their environment in order to do what they need to do. Right. I know when, when I bred mine, you know, I gave her like a solid Rubbermaid container that you couldn't see into at all. It was, it wasn't opaque. It was solid. You couldn't, you know, and then, you know, she would go in there and, and you know, she'd stay in there for weeks. Hmm. And I think that's what they do in the wild. They go into their burrows. And they, don't, and they don't come out. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I think uh, <clears throat> I I remember. Uh, wait, this is a long time ago, but Sean Christian kind of was like the first person to bring that up on the, when we were talking to him, and uh, he said that he thought that that because of the fact that they go into burrows, it's it's almost like you need to have that for them, and uh, you should see the the setup that Keith McPeak's got going on, and he kind yeah, of he and like I talked about it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's like a tunnel. <laughs> it's pretty it wild, man. Room. It goes yeah. into another room, man. It's like, what the hell is going on? Yeah, I but, think uh, I think that's necessary. I think you know, when I bred them, I bred them in a basement, right? right. So it was sort of on a, you know, not not that they can really tell, but it was sort of subterranean. Sure. And then they had that they had that dark area to go into. I didn't have a like a, a tiered cage for them. They had yeah, they, they had to stay in the cage that they were given, but they definitely utilized that dark container yeah huh yeah maybe one day i don't know but i i don't i'm with you i don't know if i necessarily have the right requirements to keep them uh keep them the way they need to be kept if you will so i I, i'm definitely not in in a place right now where i can do it um uh as soon as i settle into a new place and that that you know that has what i want as far as like this, you know, the environment that I can keep them in, right. I, will, I, might, yeah. I might do them again. Right. What about like, um, I, I'm curious of your thoughts with this is like, you know, with the whole, I know for a while you were sort of, uh, you sort of like didn't stray out of the subspecies uh, putting together now. And then you did for a while. Are you where? Where do you fall with that? Are oh, you I, can still... rash, I can rationalize what I've done. Okay. <laughs> oh, okay. So can I. As long as there's a rationalization, it's good. You're not. You're not trying to make albino bread lie yet. Like some. Come people. on, man. No, you no, can't no. tell me that no, they were stop, not nice. Stop. Stop. That's a line you don't cross. Dude, <laughs> so. you cannot tell me that they were not nice. I don't want to say that. I don't, this is a conversation I don't want to have in front of Jason. Like, you know, no. <laughs> Jason, I'll send you a picture. You want to talk about a lipstick albino? Holy shit. If you saw these albino bread lie, I mean, I know it's bad I'm, I'm, and it's no I'm good. You know, but God damn, they were nice. I, I, as far as I've gone with that, I, I did the, um, the, uh, the zebra tiger jag. Right. <laughs> Which is the same so. anyway. That's what I tell <laughs> Owen. <laughs> I, it's, a, it's a naturally occurring. You know, they they have their they have their crossover area. I'll allow it. Yeah. <laughs> so that one's and, fine. And, and and jungles and coastals are the same snakes. Yeah. 
It still hurts, yes. but yes, I agree. <laughs> yes. What? You agree? Finally? Oh, yeah, Jason I, I says that you agree. agree. No, I, I said it. You agree. say I'm a piece Shut of shit. Well, uh, you are a piece of shit, but no, I mean... So, it's... so in my mind, I've created what could be a naturally a natural integrate type of animal. Yes. Yes. Agreed. Agreed. But Darwin That's and Red Light don't mix. <laughs> like, it's... Yeah, I can't do the bread, but man, are they nice. I'm going to send a picture to you. I don't know if you've seen them, uh, Jason, but be prepared. You're probably going to want to preach a bread line to, uh, to albinos <laughs> after it's done. He's going to go, he's going to go pull the mail right now and throw her in. <laughs> like just, oh, yeah. so, I'm, so I'm, he, I'm, pretty, I'm pretty sure Kohler would love to do it. He, of course he would. Like of course he would. Kohler's a monster. You he won't even read uh, Timor <laughs> to uh, Roddy Island. Oh no! Well, I mean that there's a difference. Kohler, Kohler will throw a carpet to whatever. But if I breed my Timor locality Maclots python to my Roddy Island Maclots python, Kohler would drive down here from Pittsburgh to hurt me. So, like you know, we've already agree- established that it's the locales he cares about. Morphs, he doesn't care. He'll do whatever. No, I, I, said- I don't, honestly, I I don't think he's ever created a uh, cross any species at all. Oh, wow. I just sent a picture to you guys, and you tell me that that is not a hot snake. That is not a hot snake. There, Look I did. I got it. I fine. <laughs> that's pretty badass. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and it's weird because you have it. <laughs> it is, but it's uh, worse because I'm you with have you. it with that. You have it right with that albino IJ with all the crayons, and it's like, oh, that makes they look they look yes. really close. <laughs> <laughs> That sucks. <laughs> so we either hope that we can make some albino IJs and then we don't have to make albino bread or or these are your I'm, options. I'm surprised nobody has done that yet. You know how people in the states just cross whatever they cross, you know what I mean? They just like That is weird that together. you would assume that somebody would would have tried something with this yet, but it's all Australia. They go nuts with this stuff first. Yeah, they think they're all the same, so it is yeah. what it is. It is what it is. <laughs> No, that's a pretty animal. Uh, yeah. And the, and the, the inlands are just as nice, you know? The, the albino <laughs> inlands? Yeah. No, Whew. we're not. Would you – have you – do you have inlands, Jason, or are you – like I know no, we I talked don't. about a while ago. Okay. Don't do it for you? Or? No, not there. No, I think they're – I like those as well. I, it's just one of you know. Space. space. Time. With yeah. how focused I've been on just – you know, refining the stuff that I have, I really haven't gone outside the box, you know, in right. a while. Right. Get new stuff. The, you know, I, like I said, the Carmel Tigers is the first project that I bought into, you know, in a very long time. And, and that, that's nothing crazy. So. Well, I mean, it, we, we would assume that eventually you'd have tiger projects of all the morphs, you know, Carmel hypo. I imagine you're going to want to get an exanic and uh Carmel exanic or even a ghost tiger project going in the future right sure <laughs> yeah and then eventually when the albino makes its way over here it's that's all i want <laughs> that's all i want is albino coast then you can create those then things without crossing yeah. anything <laughs> I, tell you what, I i would i would find that project the, that albino coastal from australia is is a unique looking animal so yeah. cool yeah uh, I just sent you guys something, but you have, you can't you have to you have to be about it. Okay, I'm quiet about this one. 
Are we are we editing this or is it just gonna be quiet? Oh wait, let me mark that time. Do, really. <laughs> okay. Oh wow. That that might be something I, I, I might get into. Hmm. We'll edit it, but what is it? It's the Western Green Rat. Oh. Western Green Rat. So is that uh, the patternless one? Is that like a morph of the... No, the, that, no, the, the, that's the adult. The babies come out pattern like uh, any juvenile rat snake comes out pattern. Oh, it's like a black rat snake kind of deal. Oh, okay. wow. That's yeah. wild. They're cool. Is that is that pretty much what you're doing with um, Colubrids? You're going to stick to the rat snakes, maybe the smaller ones? You don't have any interest for like, I don't know, Kribo or um, the bigger ones? If I did anything like that, it would be it would be straight indigo. <sighs> you know that would be. Gorgeous. I don't know. I don't know that I have the patience for indigos though because they're so messy. Yeah, it, it was. Yeah, but are they that bad? Are they that bad? Oh like, yeah, they're horrible. Oh yeah, they're horrible. <laughs> um, and and it's weird is that uh, apparently they like they like they brewmate in like gopher tortoise have like burrows so right. like. Brumation for them is you just bury them in mulch and just leave the cage. But, you know, it's – they're gorgeous. Oh, wow. Would, indigos are awesome. Uh, maybe. <laughs> Down the well, road, maybe. Um, you know, we'll see. Those are cool, though. I want to. Uh, I didn't hit on this question when we were talking about it, but with your zebras, are you more uh, trying to refine the um, – the actual zebra itself? Or are you trying to refine the super zebra, mix of both? Because it seems like, I don't know if you, yeah. You see like every once in a while, this like uh, you get these really dark zebra where the pattern's almost reversed, where it's more of the black and less of the yellow. Um, yeah. It, that That's what I would love. I mean, for the supers, if I could get away from the, the darker supers right. and produce the lighter yeah. That's what I would breed for. Have you? Do you have supers that you've? I know you've produced them, but have you kept I, any I of them? I produced them. Uh, the one that I held back for myself wound up passing ah. before it got got the breeding size. So, how did the color progress? Did it's a pretty sore subject. It was it was pretty hot. Oh. Damn it! That sucks. And, and you've been having some success with. Um, Good, like tails, like coming out somewhat. Yeah. Um, correct. I haven't had any real any of the curly tail stuff. Okay. Huh. All the tails that I've I've had have been in, have been normal looking tails. So. Okay. I wonder if that can be outcrossed out. I told you years ago. I said this. Yeah. Yeah. I'm... You didn't believe me. I, I I think it probably can to a degree. Yeah. I would agree that I think later down the road, you're still going to, it's still a possibility like years from now, a pairing one or two could still come up with messed up tails. And that's just something we have to be prepared for that. This could happen with these things. So right. nobody, nobody has but, the nerve to look surprised when it happens. No, but uh, hopefully, yeah. yeah, like you said, without crossing and, and, and people buying different animals from different people, right. that can, that can happen. Yeah whittle it down to it's not happening all the time, you know? Yeah. Right. Yeah. I would, uh, but I think as soon as you start to line breed it, yeah. Yeah. Cause all you're going to do is 
close in. And the problem is that it used to be that you'd go to certain people to get the really hot looking jungles. And it kind of seems like everybody's got a really good jungle project, regardless of who you are. Like there are a ton of really nice black and yellow jungles out there that have good lineage and good lines. So there's really kind of no excuse anymore. Everybody's got stuff. So I think um, jungles are uh, hitting their, they're finally at the peak where you can't, well, I mean, I'm sure you produce not so nice ones. You produce ones, yeah, somewhere. <laughs> I'm sure at every clutch there's a few, but uh, but yeah, you're right, Owen. I think uh, more and more you're seeing just killer jungles. Yeah. Now to and do that, that with coastals. That, that, all, that all goes to selective breeding. You know, of course. Yeah. The people that really, that really take the time to do that are, are the ones that are producing these, these really exceptional looking jungles. And like you said, you're always going to get a few in the bunch that, that don't conform. And, you know, we all know those, you know, those make it out into the market at some, some point to someone. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, but, you know, the, the people who are really working with them hold the, hold the nicest ones back and, and, and make sure that they're going to, to you know, similar animals to produce babies that, that are of really high quality. Right. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, you think like Headhunter, Andrew Paris, uh, well, Mike Curtin with Mike Curtin, Curtin. Doing Scattershot. Yeah. Yeah. yeah all those but there's a lot of people really producing some nice jungles. Howard yeah. Ready. Yeah. Is um. Oh yeah, especially with those. What does he call them? The uh, he's got the undocumented white plains white line. Yeah, yeah, but he has a special oh. name for him, doesn't he? I, I that's what he called it. Was the undocumented white plains, and then well, maybe that's it's what he called. Yeah. Does and he use this, like initials like U? Yeah. D- yeah, he does. W, yeah, that's it. There was this one. It was a Repticon in Baltimore where I came in and there was this really hot jungle. And I'm like, that's cool looking. And then I go hang out with Jason and Howard. I'm like, I saw this really nice jungle. And then Howard like sprints like down the thing and he just buys it and brings it back. And I'm like, I was going to go get that. And he goes, should have done it when you want it. And every once in a while he would just send me pictures of it like breeding and producing animals and you know who's also a guy that f- you know who's a guy that flies under the radar with nice jungles and carpets all together is Mike Cross. Holy yeah. shit! Oh man. yeah, yeah. God Mike damn Cross yes. Has, is one of one of those guys who has really selectively picked his animals. Yes. Taking you know a, a good long time to grow them up and produce them, and and it, it, like you said, it's it, somebody not most not most people know who he is. Yeah, but he has some of the best out there. Eric, so does Eric Kohler. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He makes some nice shit too, for sure. I, I'm yeah, and he's working with old school lines and stuff. He's got the Van and Vetter yeah. stuff and the yeah. He, he, yeah. Well, that, that's his that's his thing. He he really wants to keep those lines going. Right. Yeah. Yeah. He also works with uh, straight shoe stuff, and yeah, he works with all that stuff. It's pretty cool. Cool stuff. There's so many different directions you can go with carpets which is kind of like <laughs> to me what makes them cool but like it also you know i don't know jason did you go through like with you working with you know just reptiles for as long as you have have have, have you gone through phases where you're like uh this is all i'm gonna work with and you kind of close the collection and then you kind of you get the bug and then you're like oh, maybe i'll get into this and then you go back does it like kind of like cycle itself absolutely yeah. yeah, I think yeah. I think we all do. Yeah, well, Jason was on a retick kick for a little bit there that I was stunned about, 
but you know, <laughs> yeah, I got I got over that. Yeah, I I yeah, Get you out. got over it. I got in it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, whoops. Um, but yeah, I mean, like we we're we're snake people at the end of it, and then you know you kind of see what's cool and you grab it and you try it. You know, I mean. Have you guys tried dwarf like children's pythons and stuff like that? I know Eric has, but have you, Jason? No, I've never done the children's stuff. Any okay. of that. Small ones. Yeah. Yeah. They're vicious fuckers, man. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, no. <laughs> children's, children's python aren't that bad, but Stimson's and then um, Spotted's. Holy shit, man. <laughs> like, yeah. I, I overfed my spotted because they're just so vicious and they want to eat all the time. So you turned your spotted no, python into a coastal carpet. <laughs> I did. Yeah, it's what I do constantly. Yeah, you know, interest in it, Jason, or just like too many. No, I think they're 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 another species that are are, are absolutely interesting. I just yeah. you know at, at some point you just you just cut off what you, <laughs> right. you gotta you gotta you gotta stop. Yeah. Yep. 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 And. Uh, those are those are ones that I just I just haven't you know I don't really see myself getting into anytime soon. Although I can appreciate them. Yeah, yeah. And they're a pain in the ass to get eaten and all that, but they, but they are cool. But yeah, man, I'm not looking forward to breeding them when you you have. Uh... <laughs> oh man, craziness! Oh. Yeah, I can't uh. wait. <laughs> I'll have uh, Owen's red Dominican mountain boas flashbacks. No, no, no. <laughs> No, I are can't. you are you producing those, Owen? I I I outsourced them like I outsourced them. <laughs> Smart man. A friend of mine's like, I love Dominicans. I'm like, cool. I just dropped them off at his house, and he's he texts me all the time. He goes, Oh man, they're locking, and I'm like, Put, No, don't let them near each other. Like, don't I'm like stop. So, uh, to answer Here's your question, red. maybe mine, dude. They color yeah. up. They fire up in in like, dude. They're dark, blood red in sunlight. Inside, they're orange. Like that's how the animals work. Like, don't you have like the pastel too, or something? I do. Or didn't you? And yeah, I do. I do. And they're they, my friend has a female pastel, so potentially there's going to be several different morphs that I will be offering of these animals that I absolutely hate. <laughs> like I don't. I'm not. I don't know. How, I don't you, know where I went right with this. But you sold the shit out of them at at Tinley, didn't you? Yeah, I did, but there's such a pain in the balls to get started. <laughs> and that bad, <laughs> I dude. We I remember what was it? It was last year where I went to, um, where the hell was I? Was it Florida? Yeah, I was. I went to Daytona, Daytona and yeah. I came back, and the female had had a litter. Out of that, like there were about like six or seven babies. One lived. Everybody else chose death. They just would not eat lizards. <laughs> Scented tails, like force. Yeah, one is alive. Everybody else died. Like you got to be kidding me. So, uh-huh. yep. Cool looking snake. Is it though. the company they kept? Probably. <laughs> Most likely. I mean, come on. Do I look like I have any idea what I'm doing? You know. Here's one, Jason. What about blackheads? Do they pique your interest at all? It's like a woman, really but do. different. I just, for me, I just haven't felt like, uh, uh, you know. Again, my children need to eat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they can be pretty pricey. Yeah, for sure. Eric, just so you know, there were um, there were several shows where I would be set up 
many aisles away. And somehow during the day, Jason would get a wet paper towel and throw it several aisles and it would somehow land in or around my um, display area. Right. So, yeah, that would happen constantly. Um, so I fear coming back to the Hamburg show and actually setting up a table. So are you even allowed? (laughs) (laughs) Haven't she banned you yet? (laughs) No, she keeps asking me to come back because the carpet guys that she has sucks. I mean, like, you know, I'm telling Howard, you said that I will. (laughs) Oh, that's great. <laughs> you you tell Howard I said that. I'll tell Eric, too. Oh, we'll see now that I care. It's, it's, <laughs> oh, man. That's great. We were talking about oaks. Do you do oaks, Jason? Do no. You do that? no. Honestly, I've gotten down to the point where I'm really just doing Hamburg and Tinley. Yeah. yeah. Are you doing Tinley do this upcoming year? Or, huh? Are you doing Tinley this upcoming year? Okay. You're heading out there in March and October. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of debate on whether or not the March show is worth it, but it seems like that's getting more and more popular. It uh, is. It, it. It was. I think the March show last year was one of the biggest shows they've had. Wow. No, no shit. Wow. <laughs> there were a few shows that I think I did with with Jason. That like halfway through we realized that this was stupid. <laughs> like, <yeah. laughs> I think there were there was one in Lancaster. It was like a pet and bird show. And oh, we're over- <laughs> <laughs> that was I'll never get that day back. That, that was the longest. That, that was, was the brutal. Worst. Oh god, it was horrible. <laughs> I think the highlight of the show was a bird flew over the thing. I don't want to knock these smaller shows because obviously they have their place. Right. I just you get to a point though in your life that you you have to pick and choose, you know what you're going to do. And and you, we all know that if you really wanted to, you could do a show every single weekend on the East Coast. Right. Yeah. I mean, so, if, you, if it worked out that way, you know, if you, I mean, you used to do like Habit or Grace Hamburg. Um, yeah. White Plains, like you used to do, you 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 really could have it if it laid out that way. And um, some, sometimes yeah. White Plains was after Oaks, so I know some people that will do Habit or Grace and White Plains, and then the next weekend's Oaks, and they're all over the map. So yeah, it you know it, you really I mean the, the East Coast is really it's always been a hotbed for for reptiles, and um, you really could and and it, it, it's especially the sort of the Northeast. Mm-hmm. Where the point, like there literally is a show just about every weekend if you need to go to one. Yeah, this <laughs> it's really good when you need to get rats, um, but if you're vending, it really kind of sucks. So you got to pick and choose. You, you do have to pick and choose, and you know, like I said, not one show is better than the other. I love the Habit of Grace show, which is a smaller show in Maryland, mm-hmm. um, and I would love to be able to do it. Uh, I just don't have the time. Yeah. yeah. And then you couple that with, you know, with your life and, you know, kids sports and all that kind of thing. It just doesn't work out to where, to, to where you can. Yeah. And do you kind of think that there's maybe a little bit of oversaturation? Cause I know that now there's the Habit or Grace show and now there's another reptile show being run out of the same building that the Habit or Grace reptile show runs out of. Which I won't speak about. Um, okay. <laughs> I, I, I personally would never do that show. 
Right. Just because of because I have done Larry's show for decades. Right. Um, and in that, you know, he has that loyalty. If I ever wanted to do a have a great show, it would be his. Right. Um, not that not anything against the other guy who's doing that show in the same building, but I just I would never do it. Right. It just it just almost seems like there's. Like you said, if you want to do a show every weekend, it is a massive saturation. Plus, you know, I need time for my animals to grow up. I used to do Hamburg, and then you had a month to get everybody kind of feeding again and a little bit bigger, a couple sheds. Maybe this one that was in shed at this show is now fresh and looks a little bit better for this show. I mean, it almost seems like it, it would be a lot to try to do a ton of different shows. I mean – so you kind of see like that maybe is another thing of why you've kind of toned back on shows too. Sure. Partially. I mean, just the work involved. Yeah. The time, you know, I, I got I, you. you know, I, I produce, you know, a bunch of clutches each year, you know, you know, historically. Um, but also as, as, as you know, you scale back a little bit too, to kind of redirect your collection. Sometimes you don't even have enough stuff to be able to do all these shows and, and make a decent presentation on the table. So that's another – I'm not going to go to a show where I can just put, like, one case of stuff out. Right. So um, it, it, I mean, it, it is what it is. I don't think there's – there is a saturation to it, but at the same time, it, it, all these shows historically have been able to survive. True. Um. Some of them come, some of them go, but you know, the, the, the big ones you've mentioned, White Plains, Habit of Grace, Oaks, um, Hamburg, um, the shows that they do in, uh, in Maryland by, run by those other people. Um, those shows have historically been able to support themselves for, for quite some time. So the, the, the interest is still there. They get people through the door and, um, I don't think there's anything wrong with it. If, if you can do a show and you can get people to come out and you can sustain it and, and are, are able to, you know, make enough money for, from a promoter standpoint in order to do it again the next time, then, you know, more power to you. Yeah. Yeah, man. That makes sense. That's yeah. Cool. I'm surprised that, well, I mean, we talk about this a lot, but you, I'm surprised like a bigger show doesn't come to the Northeast. And I know that, Potter said before that, you know, NARBC didn't do good, which that just blows my mind that it didn't do good back then. When it came, what was it, two, yeah, I, two it, years they did it? Yeah, and it, it, uh, he said it didn't do well. So, I mean, and, and, and for him to, to take that and say, okay, well, this isn't, this isn't an area for me and, and, and yeah. not do the show. I'd rather yeah. somebody do that and then continue to run a show that's not going to be successful. Well, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, let it limp along or something like that. You know, I, yeah, I just, I don't know. It just surprises me that you would think of like, I guess the success of Hamburg that how many times does Hamburg go on a, uh, a year? What? Every other month, every other month. Yeah. It's six shows a year, six yeah. shows a year. And then, you know, August, which we, I mean, well, I guess in a way it's probably a lot of the same people coming through the door. Right. I mean, it's like right. the same. Yeah. And also maybe that's partially why the big show in the Philly area failed because you're close to White Plains. You can drive there, you know, and Hamburg happens and that's got its loyal following and, you know, the stuff it allows because it's a PA show. I mean, maybe a larger show wasn't going to work. 
And, you know, who knows? I've, I've only been to White Plains once, but that's considered a bigger show, right? I mean, that's a... Uh, the one in November is huge. Yeah. The one after Thanksgiving, that usually the big, big one. So, right. but yeah. Mm. I mean, Jason, you did well in White Plains, enough to keep going those many years, right? I I mean, that was a show for me that was up and down. And, and but, yeah, you know, when, you, when you do carpet pythons, you, you, you have to expect a show here and there. It's not going to be great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, um... But that that show historically has done very well for for most of the people who who bend it. The only reason I don't bend it is because it's scheduling, and yeah. the fact that it's on a Sunday, yeah. and that I have to drive back to Maryland and get up and go to work the next day, and um, it just it, it just became too much you know, back and forth for me to 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 continue to do it. Yeah, it was fun. I enjoyed the show. I you know, I, I I consider it one of the better shows out there. Yeah, how many spe- how many speeding tickets can you and Howard get on the way to a reptile <laughs> show? I mean, I, I I think I've got Howard on speeding tickets by a long shot. I, I honestly, I think I've, I've I've achieved the speeding ticket on just about every show that I've ever gone to. Oh, holy and shit! Was- <laughs> it's uh, built it's built into the price of the table. There was there was one there was one show. There was one show. It was Jason was set, and then next to him. Was I was next to him, and then Mo and Howard were on the other side of me. For some reason, this is how it was this show. And it was a Hamburg show, and Jason's selling a snake, and Howard had gotten a remote control police car, and he drove it down <laughs> the aisle behind the tables, and he's just ramming Jason in the ankle, and it's got <laughs> sirens, and it's going nuts, and Jason's just talking to this customer, not missing a beat, as Howard just keeps hitting him in the ankle. Oh, that's and, great. Hey, was, oh, I, got, was, I got laser focus when I'm doing stuff. I didn't stop on it. So good. Oh, God. Oh, there's so many stories from those things. I know. I love them. It's so great. I think my favorite one is when Jason was burning your business card. Oh, my business cards at Chinley? Yeah. I still have that. I'll light shit on fire. That is on. That is in my phone forever. I think that comes up. That comes up when Jason calls me is that picture of him burning my business card. So. Yep. How uh, lucky I didn't burn that 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 that, that cut out of him and that little kid. I, I was <laughs> you didn't like the creepy little cardboard cutout child. Carl. Carl. What's his name? Carl. Carl. Oh, Jesus. I think Carl he drowned in my pool. <laughs> Carl didn't bother me as much as the cut out of him because, god damn it, I'd be sitting at a table and I'd drift <laughs> off in, into some little world somewhere, and then I kind of. My my peripheral vision catches Howard next to me. I look over to say something to him. It's that fucking cutout. And I wanted to put a shotgun blast through his head. And he's got that expression, like that, that, happy, <laughs> that Howard expression on his face. What a oh, that was great. Oh man. <laughs> oh man, that's great. Yep. And the story behind that. Carl, well, were you just, didn't he steal it from a gas station? <laughs> he stole from the yeah. gas station at Tinley, right? Yeah. Nice. Uh, Listen, it was, it was donated by the gas station. <laughs> oh, okay, fair enough. Unwillingly donated by the gas station, was, right? Exactly. It was a late night donation. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. That's so stupid. <laughs> so, oh, God. Oh, man. Good times, good times. Oh, shit. <sighs> All right. Um, I don't know. 
Do you have anything else, or did you want to just uh, have Jason throw his contact information and I don't know what show he's, shows are coming up? Uh, I I know we said that you're going to be at March Tinley. Any idea when the hell that is? No idea. I haven't even gotten that far yet. Gotcha. <laughs> yeah, that's coming up. Um, coming. You yeah. can find me there. You can find me just about every Hamburg show. Um, East Coast Serpent. Is, is my business name, and that's on Facebook. And you know, contact me through Facebook. Nice. Um, anytime you like, even if you just want to talk about stuff, I'm, I'm more than happy to have a conversation about anything reptile-related. If you want to talk about other stuff, I probably won't talk to you. <laughs> <laughs> now I ignore. So it's, and, uh, and we're moving Carpet Fest just for you. I mean, this way you can have uh, – you don't have to worry about uh, – not being able to go to Hamburg. When is, when is Carpet Fest now? It's going to be eight. August 8th. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see what happens this year. We'll see what happens, <laughs> see what happens this time. Uh, I have to pay my neighbors off. And, uh... You are. Just tell, tell them to go away for the weekend. Just, like, uh, tell, tell, them to, tell them to leave. Here's the scotch you like. Here's the wine you like. Here's the, <laughs> the cigars I, I, you like. Polar and I were talking about it. We should probably bring gifts like flavors <laughs> on either side of you. Yeah, just leave them. If you can find out what they like to drink, we'd be more than happy to present them with a bottle of their choosing. Oh, nice. Put it on their front doorstep. Yeah, just <laughs> with, with with an apology or you know a, a post apology and an apology, you know, for anything that's going to happen at that point. Right. <laughs> Pre and post apologies. Yeah, that's right. Oh, God. <laughs> I always just go to my room and fall asleep, and then the <laughs> shenanigans ensue. And I love waking up the next day, and it's like figuring out well, what hell so happened. Yeah, somebody jumped off find, your roof. Find, <laughs> somebody find on their yeah. lawn that may may or may not have hit their house. We're not sure. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Who knows? Yep, yep. The funny Phones thing is, is that, missing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. In bottoms of pools. Yeah. yeah. It, mm. Oh man. Oh god, That's that great. was great. Good times. Awesome. We'll see All how right. it goes. Yeah. But awesome, man. Thanks for uh thanks for coming on and uh chatting with us Absolutely. and reminiscing yeah. about the uh uh the old times and all that fun stuff. Yeah. The golden sure. the golden, golden years. Years. <laughs> <laughs> if only you knew you were in the golden years when you were in the golden years. <laughs> yeah, but there are just so many really good fun stories because i mean like i've told the one where we had to take apart jason's car at icast like numerous times you know oh that was great that that was a bad day (laughs) that was a bad day i mean (laughs) yeah it's great now it wasn't great at the time no no it's really really wonderful when you got two thousand dollar animals crawling through the innards of your car that don't show up (laughs) until months later in your garage uh you must have been so happy when you finally found it. Like, oh, there you are. <laughs> I still have him. Yeah, dude. <laughs> nice. Yeah, he still has the. I yeah, still have him. Oh, that's awesome. It's like, my, it's like my neighbor's finding a super caramel and bringing it over, and I'm like, never seen that before. Must be a wild one. Like just grabbing it. Like, yeah, it's. Yeah, but the funny thing about oh. that story, Owen, is that you didn't know you were missing. Didn't know. It. <laughs> I mean, well, I had the same thing happen. My, I was living in a townhouse community, and the neighbor brought over in the block guy. She goes, "Is this the milk snake from the area?" I said, "It must be. I'll go ahead and take that from you." <laughs> 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 
<laughs> the rule here and a tip from Jason is that if, if you're presented with your own animal, play stupid. <laughs> Just, right. <laughs> oh, that's Real great. quick, and then, then we can wrap it up. I, when yeah. I was a kid, and I, was, yeah. I, I, was, uh, I had purchased a couple Burmese pythons and you know, some albinos and normals, and I, I would, my, my sister had already left the house, and so I was using her bedroom as my reptile room. Right. And and I would like I would let things you know run loose for a while back in the day you know we didn't think anything of it we would never do that now, but um, <laughs> it, it 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 somehow got out of her window and across the street to the neighbor's house. The neighbors found it when they were cleaning their gutters and brought it over. I said they're like, is this yours? I said I really don't know, but I'll, I'll take it in and give it home. <laughs> <laughs> because albino Burmese in their gutters. Oh. <laughs> uh. Sure, God damn! No, but I'll take it. Thank you. Like, hmm. yeah. I think it's one of those corn snakes or something. I don't know, but you know, I'll just take it. Just yeah. but again, thank you for thinking about me. I know you know I like that kind of stuff, so I appreciate it. <laughs> exactly. Perfect. Yeah. That's what you got to do. You just got to lie, right? <sighs> they don't know. Sweet. <laughs> well, awesome. Thanks again, Jason, and uh, I'll probably see you. Um, Hamburg's coming up, right? Or did that just happen? Yeah, and- End of February. Cool. All right. So I'll probably bother you at, and Kohler when you guys are setting up again and then leave to, you know, because I don't, I don't have a table at Hamburg anymore. Because you were banned. I was banned. I was <laughs> now bad. we know the real secret. Can't ever get it going. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Well, if, if, if you could work on your consistency, that wouldn't be a problem. But if yeah, you I, I mean, don't show up, show up and then don't show up, that. The poor woman. I mean, she gets excited to see you, then you, then you, then you. Then I just disappear for a month. I know it's so horrible. Mm. Yeah, typical yeah. Owen. It is. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, oh, Jesus. <sighs> Good stuff. All right. Um. Yeah. Who knows? Maybe I'll go to Hamburg with you, Owen. That's a lie. You don't come. Or you don't. Grace. Is it on the twenty ninth? Is it on the twenty ninth? I don't know. It's on the 29th. I can't go. It's my dad's 70th birthday party. But bring him to Hamburg. You can buy some reptiles. So, you know. Well, the funny thing is, is that when I purchased that first tiger jag sieve from Jason, my dad yeah. was there with me, and he saw the tiger at Ted Thompson's table. And I stole. I told this story before we started of when I got that first, my first carpet, which I still have, by the way. I still have that 08 tiger jag sieve, which is an awesome coastal. Man, that thing is nice. Um, but uh, but yeah, we saw that one at Ted Thompson's table, and it was like crazy screaming. And then we walked around and, and saw that you know you had them too, and and then you know I was just asking you all those dumb, stupid beginner questions, and you know you were more than willing to uh, to talk to me about it. And uh, what the, what does that <laughs> mean? Oh God, yeah, I didn't Everybody ask that question. Of yeah. course. <laughs> <laughs> As only if you're talking reptiles. <laughs> the people thing ends after after that. Yeah, right? after that it's done. Yeah, get out. So, so uh, it's February 22nd. So ah, there you go. Swing that. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. We'll, we'll, I'll bring I'll bring Burke. It'll be fun. Oh shit! Yeah, yeah. It'd be like a blast from well, the past. Well, I mean, you might want to pre-warn people because if but the place could burn down. <laughs> <laughs> And, and the place that the fire staff to begin with. 
Yeah. Oh, dear God. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, true, it is. The grease alone that they're cooking the uh, chicken fingers with is a fire hazard. Well, the, the shellac on the bleachers that was that from, from 1954 could go up at any given time. Spray foam insulation on the beams. Yeah. It's asbestos. What are you talking about? <laughs> oh, man. That's great. Well, you notice I didn't burn Owen's card there. Yeah. <laughs> we, we could have died. <laughs> there are limitations. I mean, yeah. you know, we a joke's safe. a joke, but there are, you know, safety is the number one priority. Oh, Absolutely. Man. Right. Good times. And we're all very conscious of safety. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly. Clearly. Oh, God. <laughs> all right. Um, so we'll see you in February. And uh, if you need to reach out to Jason about some carpets, uh, you can find him on Facebook. And we'll just go from there. But, again, awesome talking with you. Thanks for coming on, Jason. And uh, we Thank promise. Thank you guys very much. We promise we'll bring you back on later on to uh, talk some more. <laughs> so, yeah, absolutely. Good. All right, man. All right, we'll catch you with you later. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. Cool. All right. Always good talking to Jason. Always. Jesus. Uh... It's, it's the problem is we get sidetracked with all the cool stories and talking about other shit. And it's just like, oh, yeah, we forgot to ask him about that. <laughs> you know what's weird? I, I don't know if you think this way, Owen, but it's kind of like. I, sometimes I forget that, like, I get so caught up in wanting to talk about the stories from from the past, yeah, that we weren't involved with. That sometimes I, I lose sight of the idea that, you know, we're kind of creating our own history at the, you know what I mean? And then like well, the next the next generation, they'll create their own history and have their right. own stories. And like, it, it, it's like you got to understand is that it, the, the snake breeding and snake breeders and you know some of that they come in waves, you know. Yeah, there are a lot of people that you and I came up with that aren't here anymore that yeah. have gotten out of snakes or have moved on to other projects. And then now, you know, we hung around with the people who stayed and, you know, did other things and this, that, anything. Now there's a whole crop of new people who are enthusiastic about Morelia and other things like that. And they're kind of hanging out with themselves and kind of hanging out with us. And eventually it'll come down the road where other people that are in the hobby now will leave and new people will come. And it's just going to keep rotating and eventually you know the stories we have about ICAS, Hamburg, uh Tinley you know we'll we'll repeat them to new people and it'll just be something fun we did with Jason Balin. Right. Kind of a deal or stuff like that. You're really cool. Right. You know. Luckily we have a podcast that we just kind of keep saying these things and they just right. kind of keep going. <laughs> it's right. like yeah. When when will it end? Never. never. It will never end. <laughs> Never. I've been. Uh, I, I. I haven't. We haven't been talking about my contract extension because I looked at the paperwork and found out that it's just the infinity symbol. Yes, <laughs> so, that's true. <laughs> oh God, that's why. No. I, that's why I don't sweat it when you talk about it. I'm like, yeah, he can talk all he wants. It's right kinda, there. I he's kind of locked in. Like, what? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's like, uh, you know, I got nervous a while, so I started this carpet cliff notes thing just in case you bail <laughs> on case. me. So well, I don't have a safety the net. <laughs> the reception is quite well that you do not need me. It's like No, oh, that's not the case at all. No, 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 oh. no, no, no. Don't get it twisted. Okay. Here it is. Like the the thing with the carpet cliff notes is the fact that it's like the it's just that. It's it's basically the NPR version of the well, uh, cliff notes listen. version of NPR. I did listen to the two the two that you put out. Um, I did like how they're like only about a half hour long each, 
But I'm sitting there, and I'm like, I have to start writing some of these so I can help them out. I'm like, I can't talk for a half an hour by myself. Dude, it's hard. <laughs> I don't want to do it. It's hard, <laughs> man. It is hard. It takes me – listen, we do the show what? Like, it, I mean, we do the show. We do it every, for what? Like two and a half hours or so every like week. That. And, you know, if we don't, if we we don't, don't do it. Two and a half hours, and we don't put it out at the right exact time. Warren texts us, bitching his mouth because he doesn't have something to listen to in his lab. Correct. So, but here's the thing: like, yeah. we we there's very little editing that goes. I mean, we'll yeah. take out like the beginning, and there's you know there's a couple parts where we we'll talk about something that maybe we don't want uh, you know broadcast. Other people that we're talking about to hear sure. it, yeah. <laughs> so we kind of like we'll cut that out. But I mean, there's very little editing <clears throat> that goes on. Yeah, but with that, with and and we're doing it, and and that's a two and a half hour show. But yeah. with the twenty minute show, it's like there's like dude, eighteen hours of editing. Oh my! <laughs> well, no, it takes forever. To, it takes at least. I mean, like with that, it took me. So you know the the original version that I did of that yep. way back before in twenty nineteen. Yep. Um, it's nothing like what the first one was. Oh, I scrapped God. it and then like. You know, I did this one, and and I was like, okay. And then I would try the the one that I was working on was like all the carpet base morphs, and it was like, well, this is going too long. So I'm like, let me just cut it down by subspecies. And of course, I started with coastals, the you know one of the best ones of the group, Um, especially when it comes to morphs. Man, holy shit! Yeah, (laughs) most of the cool shit is all coastal stuff, man. (laughs) Coastal's got the morphs, and then coastal also now has the localities. And so the variety, like, you know, you and the variety ones that pop. Dude, out. I, like, uh, I have two, I have two Brisbane's. They look nothing alike. Right. Yeah. And you like lost sight of this somewhere along I this did. last I nine did. years, man. I <laughs> did. Like, what I are got, you doing? <laughs> I got sucked in and attracted to a whole bunch of other snake species mm. and I drifted. Yeah. And I got to get back to my base. <laughs> you know, I, I, I let my coastal projects, I let a lot of really good looking caramels go and I should have kept them all. So, and that was the one thing that uh, I don't know if we said this on the show or not, but I'm going to say it now. But like, as I was going through and I'm looking at, um, you know, caramels that I bought, caramels that I've seen other people reproduce, and I, I, you, you have some, and, and that female that I have from you, holy shit, man, that's some nice caramels. So you got that. I I know. It's, I, and here's the thing I kept, I kept the best looking post super caramel female, and she's breeding this year to a tiger. Right. I have a caramel jag female that could potentially be a super. She's breeding with a uh, head exanic. And then I have a super caramel uh, male. I'm sorry. I have a pos uh, super caramel male going to a caramel tiger. And then I have a super caramel male going to a tiger. And then I have a caramel jag head exanic going to a head exanic and like, and that's all the shit that I got going this year. Caramel. So it's like six pairings of caramels. And then I have, uh, another post super caramel Jag growing up. And then I have two caramel head exanics growing up. And then I have, and they're male and female pair. And then I have, uh, there's a bunch of caramel shit. And then I just have a normal caramel female. Cause I'm like, I need another nor no Jag. I need no Jag. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I'm just, I need to get back into it and then I will. So, uh, but hopefully this year I produce, I'm I'm hoping for that, uh, caramel exanic Jag this year. Yeah. They're, 
they're pretty nice for sure. That'll be cool. And that'll be mine. You guys can all look at it, but it'll be mine. So there's only one snake that you're going to make that I want. I know. Yeah. I'm working on it. They're together. <laughs> I sent you a picture of them in the bin. Yes. They're, they haven't left that bin in all fucking week, dude. They've just been in the bin. I don't know what that means. <laughs> All I know is that I got hypo with your name on it. And I don't got do that. Ring pythons you know with I your want... name on it. And all you got to do is just put two rough scales in my hand and they're yours. <laughs> Make the bumpy snake. I'm trying. There you go. <laughs> uh, no pressure. Ev- once we get everything else but them. And I'll be like, oh no. <laughs> what are you doing? No. You're, no. You let oh. Jason Balin down. <laughs> I mean, and Eric, too. Like, yeah, it's. <laughs> Oh man, but cool stuff. All right, uh let's see. Um yeah, so check out uh our website for all things Moralia. Yeah. Are we announcing the shirt thingy yet? No. Maybe. Yeah, absolutely. Um oh, you were getting we there may... and I cut you off. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Patience. Patience one I, 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 I wish I wish I had an outline. Yeah. But I know. Well, actually well, you do have you work with Apple, right? Yeah. Okay, then I can start sending it to you. I have an outline, but oh, so wait, you know what's going on? I'm just running around here like an idiot. <laughs> kind of. <laughs> it keeps things interesting, you know. Now, what one, I mean? Again, <laughs> somebody has again, to drive the. Drive. One of us, one of us here is the grinder, and one of us is the monkey, and I keep finding out which is which here, and <laughs> not right. okay with this. All right, let's see. I'm going to add you to... Let's see. How can I do this? Um, we can always figure this out off air. Yeah. So. True story. <laughs> yeah, good point. Maybe. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, for uh, <clears throat> check out our website for all things Morelia. Um, and I think I've said this numerous times, but eventually NPR, MoreliaPythonRadio.com and MoreliaPythonRadio.net will go to the same spot. Um, but um, right now, our main site is MoreliaPythonRadio.net. Uh, and, uh, yeah, now that I'm doing this carpet cliff notes thing, um, it's forcing me to update the website as, as I go along with blogs and information. That's another thing. If you want to throw a blog this way, you can. Oh, is that what you're asking? You're asking me for a blog? Um, I'm just saying, if you want to share, what do you want? It's like, you know, whatever you want to share. I mean, it's your it's your podcast too, so I mean, is if it, you want to share something? Oh, wow! You, after eight years, I, I can do stuff now. <laughs> you could do stuff in year one. It's just whether you choose to or not. That's all. I mean, I'm not saying you have to or you don't. I'm just saying if you choose to, you can. <laughs> all right, I'll do a whole blog post about Crebo. You're like, no, damn it! Whatever you want, okay. whatever you want. But anyway. Um, we have uh, we do have a blog that's there. You can listen to the shows that are there, and also give you the links to. You can listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, SoundCloud. We're now on SoundCloud too. I didn't realize cool. that you had to upload the shows to SoundCloud. Oh, <laughs> but now I do. So now we do, and now uh, we're there. So <laughs> we're there. So you can listen to us on SoundCloud too. And if right, you want to listen to the radio. archive, you have to go to Blog Talk Direct to go check that out. Right. Yes, because unfortunately we've done so many shows that we've sorry they've, they've taken them off of uh, Apple and Stitcher and you should really just download all of those and have them someplace where people can just get them. 
Uh, I'm working on that. That, okay. that is a huge undertaking. undertaking. So as soon as yeah. I finish the website, I will. And every, will... And every week we delay, it gets worse. <laughs> it's like... I know. It's like. <laughs> I'll like, do it next yeah. week. Damn it. There's another one. <laughs> when it will it ever end? Never. Uh, yeah. All Infinity. Right. <laughs> yep. Um, so, yeah, you can follow us. Uh, we also have, uh, I got a little thing for a newsletter that I thought uh, we could do once a quarter. So if you're interested in following that, you can sign up there. Only if uh, we do it like how some families send Christmas cards where it's like a story where it's like, you know, Owen had a very thrilling month this month. And, you know. <laughs> yeah, that's how we're going to do all, it. All in you, like cursive. Like, yeah, yeah perfect. <laughs> um so if you're curious about Morelia, um, I think that Morelia Python Radio is a good spot to uh, to uh, to check out, and it will kind of point you in the directions. If you have questions or comments about our show or anything or, you know, future guests or anything like that, info at moreliapythonradio.com. You can follow us on our Facebook page, Instagram, um, and, of course, uh, you know, our uh, community page is Morelia Pick of the Week. Um, uh, so there's that. Um, and the other thing, um, like I said, we're doing, uh, little mini episodes, uh, just little bite-sized nuggets of carpet Python information, uh, called carpet cliff notes. Um, so that usually comes out. I try to get it out sometime on the weekend. Um, so, uh, and it's, if you subscribe to Murray Python radio, you'll get that as well. Um, don't forget about the international herpetological symposium coming up, um, IHS in June. Uh, so be look on the look for that. Um, they're going to have the Bowen Symposium on Wednesday. Let me just get the date real quick. I should probably have that in the notes, huh? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that would be the one thing I'd put in there is a lot of dates and stuff I like that. I believe it's Wednesday the 3rd. Um, or maybe is it the 10th? No, it's the 3rd. We usually do Carpet Fest on what? This, that first weekend in june or the second it's the second right yeah why wait we're not even done the show yet jason balen's calling me what did we do (laughs) (laughs) don't you air that (laughs) don't you (laughs) i need it shut down now threat alert we're not done yet oh god (laughs) i'll I'll call him back all right (laughs) it's june 10th June tenth okay. is when the right. symposium is, so you can check us out. Check that out, um, and yep. you can go to uh, basically it's internationalherpetologicalsymposium.com dot com for more information. Um, as far as myself, uh, ebmorelia dot com, and my email is eric at ebmorelia. That's cool. all I got. All right. Well, you can go for me. You can go to rogue-reptiles.com. Check out all the stuff we got over there. You can also go look us up at facebook.com at rogue reptiles. Also on Instagram at rogue underscore reptiles as far as shows coming up i will be at oaks this weekend i will not be vending um but i'll be probably hanging around port c python's table annoying them as much as humanly possible um and then leaving um but if you want i can deliver animals to that show i will hopefully be setting up to vend a show uh in march i know that you're going to be gone but i was going to jump in on that but it turns out I'm headed to Florida in March, so that might be a thing. Um, but wow. I, I will, I will set it up. I will sometime soon. We will have a show, and I will be announcing that I will be vending a reptile show at some point. So, I, cool. 
I've healed enough to allow you guys to hurt me all over again <laughs> for me to swear off of shows again. So, you know. <laughs> is that what it is? <laughs> I think it's time. I think it's time. I need to be hurt again and be understood. Old, I don't do this anymore. So yeah, old wounds have healed. Old wounds have healed. To... It's time to open up some new ones. Yeah. So. All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. All right. All right, but we'll say that's all we have for you guys tonight. So thank you all for listening. And we're going to catch everybody back here next week for some more Morelia Python Radio. Good night.